Hey, listener, thanks for pressing play. This week on the Jock and Nerd podcast, James Gunn reveals the huge cast for The Suicide Squad. NBC Universal gives their streaming service the worst name ever. Lame. And we discuss the Jurassic World short film Battle at Big Rock from director Colin Trevorrow. Plus, we got another Patreon-sponsored movie review. This time, it's Christian Bale. Matthew McConaughey, Slaying Dragons in 2002's Reign of Fire, all that and much more in this edition of the Jock and Nerd Weekly for Thursday, September 19th, 2019. This is Norm MacDonald, and you're listening to the, uh, uh, hang on, I got it here. Uh, it says, the Jock and Nerd Podcast. Known for their series of gay erotica found on Amazon, huh? No? That's not that? Oh. <laughs> well, I fucked that up, I guess. Check. Check one. All right. This is really fans out there. Let's give it up. Chocolate, be murdered. Be funny, disturbing. Chocolate, be murdered. Hey, 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 what's happening, listener? Thanks for joining us this week, and welcome to the Jock and Nerd Podcast, where we give you comic book and superhero TV and movie news, reviews, and whatever we choose. Nerd. My name is Imran. <laughs> My name is Anthony. He's the jock. He's the nerd. And over there in the corner is the puppet world's most celebrated dragon slayer. They call him Rugboy Van Zant. We just call him Rugboy. What's up, Rugs? Forsooth, I call upon the, the strength of Cheops. <laughs> Cheops? I don't know. Something from Scrooge. Slay those puppet Four dragons. Four uh, we got, how's everybody's energy this week? Anthony, how you feeling? Uh, I just woke up from a nap, and prior to that, I was pretty drunk. So. Excellent. Energy depleted. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'm still in a haze right now. None of this is happening, Anthony. This is all in your dream. Yeah, let's get the show over. This with. isn't really Jeez. happening uh, for the sake of it. I do this for the fans. Yeah, see, look, see what you make these sacrifices. You see, listener, what Anthony will day drink and take a nap and wake up and join us. That's dedication. Yeah. On a Thursday. <laughs> on a Thursday, which is Thor's day, the o- Odinson's day. Uh, listen, thanks for making the effort. Let's get to the news. The Jock and Ned Podcast. So you guys know this uh, James Gunn there is doing a, the new Suicide Squad movie there. Why am I talking like this? I don't know. Because <laughs> you're from Chicago. I'm from Chicago over to 33 and a third. Uh, it's a hot dog stand. It's got the best beef in the city. Uh, <laughs> no, it's called. It's The Suicide Squad coming out 2021. Uh, it's a reboot, not a uh, a, a sequel. And there's been all these rumors. It's a reboot? It's like a reboot, right? Isn't that what you'd call is it? it? Well, no. Why would you reboot not. it? But it has the same has It some has of the same some of the same people. So is it a sequel? So uh, <laughs> the first movie's called Suicide Squad. The sequel's called The Suicide Squad. Uh, maybe it's a sequel. Yes. Well, th- exactly that. James Gunn posted to his Instagram, finally, 
a cast list. There's been rumors for weeks who's in this movie. There is a graphic here with 24 names on it. Oh, shit. Wow, that's a lot. A lot of names and uh, no character names. But if you know the Suicide Squad at all, half of these dudes probably dying in the first act. I don't know who any of these names well, are. Well, I know other some than, like, of them. Maybe three or four. Let's go through them. There's been rumors. We've got an official cast list here. I'm going to go through the ones that I know. The ones that I don't mention, there's not really a lot about them. So we're just going to move on. Let's start with David Desmalchian. Don't know who that is. Okay. On IMDb, actually, I know he, is. he is listed as Polka Dot Man. The, oh. uh, who is it, Anthony? Where do you know the David Desmalchian from? He's the the Russian dude in Ant Man and the like crazy dude in Dark Knight that gets questioned. He, and- yep, he's one of Joker's thugs in Dark Knight. Yeah. He's in both Ant Man movies. He works with uh the in the security agency. He was also in Bird Box. Right, so he's gonna die really. Blade really, Runner like, twenty forty nine. What are the odds? Really in the movie. Yeah, what are the odds that he's he's dead right away? Yeah, he's definitely a red. A shirt. A couple of these <laughs> are a complete red shirts. It's me yawning. But uh, that's how excited Anthony is. Uh, yeah. Woo! Yeah! yeah. <laughs> but he actually has a character name, so if he's named, he may stay. He may be around longer. Polka dot man. Polka dot man. No, remember that guy with? He went on the the, the rope and he yeah lost the his the head. string guy, the knots guy, Slipknot. <laughs> Slipknot's dead. Uh, the next name. John Cena. Oh shit! I know who that is. Yeah, I know who that is he well. is listed as Peacemaker on the IMDb. He's pretty right. funny. But uh, is he? How how long do you think he survives? I think he sticks I think around. Make, I think yeah. he make it through the whole movie. Oh, so you can see him. It's a bad joke. Uh, yeah, that's bad. This is going great. Uh, next on the list, Jai Courtney returning as Captain Boomerang. So yeah, that's 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 yeah. one of the castings already that makes you go, "How is this a reboot?" I don't know. Is you don't get the same guy as Boomerang to come back? Is he? So it's the first movie still in canon. Is it following? Eh, that's very interesting. But Captain Boomerang will be back. Uh, the next name is this dude, Joaquin Cosillo. I don't know much about him. He's an older dude. He's been in Quantum of Solace. He was in The Lone Ranger 2013. He's in. I know him. Oh, you know him because he is in Narcos Mexico. Narcos yeah. Mexico, yeah. He was, he, was, he was pretty good. Don Neto and Marcos. Did he kill a lot of people in that? Uh, he was actually. So Don Neto and Marcos Mexico was kind of like the crazy uncle type. Oh, okay. So he didn't really kill a lot of people. He was also uh, the voice of Scorpion in Into the Spider-Verse, Joaquin Casillo. And he's currently in Rambo, Last Blood, that opens this weekend. Uh, anybody interested in seeing Rambo, Last Blood? Side I'm going to go see it. Really? Maybe. It is 34% on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm. Well, there's the reason for that. Because he kills a bunch of Mexican well, I, dudes. Maybe. I, I, yeah, I read it's a, like not politically correct. I read all. a couple of reviews, and basically they were like, it's a dumb, violent action movie. And I'm like, that's Rambo. 34% Rotten Tomatoes. Kind of a shame because the first movie, First Blood, is a really good movie. And then it just kind of goes downhill from there. But yeah. Yeah, but I mean, like, it's a Rambo movie. It's you Rambo. can't really expect it to be, like, fucking Oscar worthy. Yep. It's just a fucking uh, fantasy of, like, First, it was like one man army, and now it's like an old man army. So it's like, <laughs> but the first one deals with like PTSD coming back from Vietnam, trying to fit back in. Like, yeah, it's actually a good movie. It's a very good movie. And then the second one is just over the top. Anyways, back to the Suicide Squad cast. Next name, Nathan Fillion. We know the Nathan Fillion. We need to get Nathan Fillion, Anthony. 
He better be in a goofy role. <laughs> if he's in a serious role, I'm not going to like it. We just watched him in Serenity. <laughs> and, we know, uh, and all three of us agree that we don't buy him as a serious lead. He's got good comedy chops. So I heard on the Kevin Smith podcast that he heard from his people that he may be playing Green Lantern. Oh, shit. Nathan, oh. Maybe Nathan Fillion as an older Hal Get Jordan. Get the fuck out of here I don't know. That. I don't know. He's not. Does he survive? I They're don't know. They're not going to put him in Suicide Squad. He's in the movie for a second until he gets killed. Mm. It'll <laughs> be an interesting right? <laughs> cast in to put him as Green Lantern. Fillion as Hal Jordan. I can almost buy it. Uh, then we have Joel Kinnaman, who was Rick Flagg, coming back as Rick And Flagg. RoboCop. And, oh, he was the new RoboCop, Joel Kinnaman? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I got that movie was he all was right. the like RoboCop with a human hand. I don't like that RoboCop. He's too skinny. I feel yeah. like they're fat shaming fat robots. Get back to the chunky armor. I like the chunky robot. I like the chunky armor. Next up is an actress goes by the name Mei Ling Ning. Yeah, how do you say that? Anthony, is that up. how you say that? I have no clue. N G. She. I, it's the sound you make when you get a proctology <laughs> exam. <laughs> she is a an actress, a black belt martial artist, a fitness champion. She was from in Singapore, Wonder Woman, and she was in Wonder Woman. But I looked her up. Yeah, she's jacked, dude. She. I mean, she could do her own stunts. You could have her kicking I everyone's ass. Know what they have her doing? Who is she going to be playing? Will she survive? I don't know, but. This next name is even better. So than this, this next person. name, I know nothing about. I love the name. The name is Flula Borg. Oh shit! I mean, what an amazing name. Now, would you guess the gender of Flula Borg? Flula? Yeah. What would you think a Flula is? A man or a woman? I would have predicted a woman, but this looks like a man. It's a man, baby. Dude, he probably Flula. is he jacked. Flula Borg better be jacked because with a name like uh, Flula, yeah, he probably build. had to kick his some ass like to like uh, defend his name. Flula. I mean, I went through life as an Imran, and that was hard enough. I can't yeah. imagine fucking Flula. What a great name. Uh, Imrambo. Imrambo is a great name. Next is Sean Gunn, brother to James Gunn, who's directing the movie, and Craglin from the, the Guardians of the Galaxy movies and Rocket Stand-In. Uh, I bet he dies right away. I feel like he's going to be in there for a fun death. Yeah, none of these guys are, like, fun to talk about. Well, and then we have Storm Reed, who's from Euphoria on HBO, and she was in A Wrinkle in what Time. About Juan Diego She's Bota? She's 16. Juan Diego Bota, I, there's nothing about him. He's okay. done, like, uh, Spanish television and movies. Okay. So uh, some of these I'm skipping because there's literally okay. nothing to talk about. Storm Reed, 16-year-old. Pete Davidson. Is that the guy with the poo eyes? Bet he's from SNL from Saturday Night Live, yeah. best known for <laughs> the being, raccoon eyes, yes, the bugged out, sunken eyes, the butthole eyes. Who's very honest on Saturday Night Live? Uh, all I know of, I mean, I don't watch Saturday Night Live that all that often. Yeah, I just remember I think it was might have been Barstool. Yeah, that was like making fun of him because he had the poo eyes. And then, and then Ariana Grande was yes. like, um, it's, it's because he has a medical condition. Oh. And then they looked up and they're like, what, whatever medical condition she cited, they were like, this doesn't cause butthole eyes. <laughs> he was, she was out there for her man, yeah. though. They almost got married. They were like yeah, this close to getting to married. I was like, bit. Pete Davidson's uh, batting up. He got Ariana Grande. What the fuck? I like Pete Davidson. He's really funny. He he talks about his depression and growing up. He's kind of honest when he goes on like Weekend Update. He's got great character work. He was also in The Dirt on Netflix, which is the Motley Crue movie, which you should watch. It's amazing. It's very good. It's fun. It's a fun movie. Uh, next name, Taika Waititi. I don't think Taika lasts long. Well, I don't know who he's playing, uh, but he's probably another quick death. 
That's crazy that he's in this Right? Tiger like Interesting. His buddies, James Gunn, they're crossing over. Yeah, Marvel's probably like, what the fuck are you guys doing? What are you doing over there? Next name, Alice Braga, who is a Brazilian actress. She's in the new Mutants movie that's sitting on a shelf somewhere. Alice Braga. She was also in Elysium. She's in the Predators. Predators and I Am Legend. Yes. So she's got some good sci-fi credit. Uh, The next name is this dude, Steve Agee, or Agee. I don't know how you pronounce it. No He's known from television sitcoms. He was in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, and I and IMDb says he is playing King Shark, Geek Mooner, or King Shark. King Shark. You're just no. triggering all the babies. Oh. All the babies are like the heads perked up. What happened? King Shark. I believe that's not <laughs> King. That's Baby Shark. Oh. You don't even have kids. I don't know how you know that. It's creepy. <laughs> What the fuck? Uh, but, uh, rumored to be voicing, he's probably voicing King Shark. It'll be all CGI. Uh, Daniela Melchior, next name, playing Ratcatcher. She's just an exterminator. Great DC comic book names. Ratcatcher. This is not giving me any kind of boner. How about this one? Will this give you geek boner? Peter Capaldi, motherfucking Doctor Who from 2008 to 2017. That's a big name. The Doctor Who that nobody liked. Was he not the people's favorite Doctor Who? No, that's the guy who played the Purple Man. Oh, favorite. David Tennant. Uh, right. Who is the current Doctor Who? It's a girl. It's a it's a woman. Yeah, yeah, it's a woman. He was yeah. the one before. Viola Davis returning as Amanda Waller. Idris Elba. Oh shit! Playing, I don't know what. Not Deadshot, as we all not thought. Not Deadshot. Huh? Uh, Margot Robbie coming back as Harley Quinn, and Michael Rooker, another buddy of Yandu. James Gunn. Yandu. Uh, joining this cast, I don't know is what. He's playing Duyan. He's, he just plays the reverse. The reverse of him. <laughs> He's just yellow instead of blue. He's like a yeah. complimentary color. Uh, noticeably absent, Jared Leto. I think that's a good thing. I don't think you need the Jared Leto worst Joker ever. So having said that, guys, what do you think? What is going on? What do you think of this cast? And how many of these people I don't are- know why you would release this. Like, like all of these names mean absolutely nothing. I mean, it's a pretty cr- like, it's a you crazy pretty cast. much. You could have cut this list down at least into a, a quarter of it and, and made it more interesting. Anything you think these are 24 lead uh, characters here? No, no, no. <laughs> I mean, they release the names because the, if you look them up, there's enough where you're like, oh, I, I've seen that guy. I've seen that guy. It's kind of like Easter eggy. I think they're just trying to. I mean, they're doing whatever they can to build up hype for this movie because the last one wasn't. One of the best. It needs a lot of work. They're fun names to pronounce. Flula. Flula. Yeah. You got Tanache. You got Tanache Kajesi. Jennifer Holland. (laughs) I'm going to say Julio Ruiz uh, were the other names that I didn't talk about because there's nothing about them. It's a list where you just go, huh, is this a reboot? What's going on? Right. Is it a sequel or a reboot or how come these people are back? I would say maybe five to seven of them will be like the main Suicide Squad cast. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe there's like Polka Dot Man is a bad guy. So uh, the, whole, the whole premise of the Suicide Squad is these little known villains that get together and fight against evil. So oh, a lot, Amanda of, these, Waller, as, a lot yeah. of these are, are expendable people. Yep. They all got bombs in their heads. And traditionally, somebody's head explodes very early on in Suicide Squad stories. But I like the logo that they're using here is exactly the logo from the comic books in the 80s with the John Ostrander run that he kept saying he's following. So I think you can look there for clues and it's, it's the same logo. So like, I like when I love when they use the comic book uh, logo uh, for the movie. Well King done. Shark. Do, 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 no, do. no, don't do that. No. Please don't do that. 
Okay. Uh, listener, let us know what you think about the Suicide Squad cast. Join our Facebook group. It's called the Jock and Nerd Nation. It's got, uh, it's exclusive. It's exclusive. I can't it's talk. Explosive. It's ex- exclusive. It's, it has explosive diarrhea. No, that's oh. not it. That's something else. Exclusive and closed, which is what I was trying to say. And I combined the words just for you, listener. Uh, and, uh, come in there, geek it up. Rug boy, you welcomed some, some people this, this week. Yeah, I you noticed. said to invite some people. Yeah. So, so I, uh, invited some people. Listen, thanks for welcoming. We got to say big welcome to these four new members. Tay Steakley's. Welcome. Juan Sumcock. <laughs> welcome to the well, nation. You just pronounced the first guy's name. Juan. Oh, uh, yeah. It's Tay Steakles. Tay Steakles. What about Juan? Did he get Juan Sumcock? How do you Sumcock? say Juan's name? Want some cock. Want yeah. some cock. We have yes, some cock. <laughs> Clint yeah. Torres. Welcome. Clint Torres, yes. Is he related to the Shining Jack Nicholson? And Willie Fistagash. Oh, yeah. I love Willie. Willie's my boy. Yeah. Want some cock. Want yeah. some cock. Uh, Kareem of some young guy didn't didn't sign up, I guess. Uh, look, Kareem. Kareem of some young guy. <laughs> These aren't real people, Rugs. I don't know why you did this, but it was hilarious. I just wanted to say Taste Eagles. <laughs> I love <laughs> Willie Fistigash is the fucking great that's, alias. That's, that's, I pulled that from Howard Stern. It's oh, okay. not even original, but the other ones are. Well, look, I'm actually, I'm going to welcome a real listener who joined the group this week. Welcome Jim Bob Spence. Nerd. And he does listen to us on CastBox. He doesn't have a favorite host. He likes us all. And he also commented, I might add that I walk around saying, oh shit, a lot now. Oh shit. Excellent, Jim Bob. We got, look, we're getting Jim Bob up in the funnel. Get him to listen. We get him to get to the group. Now, Jim Bob, sign up for the Patreon. You get bonus content. That's the marketing funnel. This is a giant MLM scheme. I don't know if anybody picked up on that yet. No? M&Ms? M&Ms are great. He's a great rapper. All right, back to the news. More Streaming Wars updates. Last week, we talked about, what was last week's update? It was, oh, Apple, and they were coming out before, and it was $4.99. This week, NBC Universal has announced their slate of uh, uh, what they're going to put on their service and the name of their service. It's called Peacock. Somebody touch my spaghetti. It's the best name ever. Really? Yeah. It's really Peacock. It's really? I mean, okay, look. It's got the word cock in it and pee. Both things. It's all about penis. <laughs> it's about they're penis. really like just laying it on the table. I get that that's the logo of NBC, but r- the names of these things have been getting worse and worse. <laughs> the names haven't been good for any of these. No, really. starting with the completely unoriginal Apple TV Plus. Really, Apple? That's the best you can come up with. Well, Disney Plus. Right, but Disney Plus came out first, and Apple usually innovates. Even Disney just Plus is great. Disney Plus, I can, because they were first, I'll, I'll let them pass, sure. but it's not. But, you know, you, you, you got to make up a name like Hulu. You know, or Netflix, but then HBO Max just clearly tells you that they're stuck in the fucking eighties. I guess that's and, a bad one. And now Peacock, NBC. What? I, can you imagine having these conversations? Hey, what's that show on? Oh, it's on the cock. What are you watching on the cock tonight? I'm watching on the cock. You're watching, uh, you can you catching this new show? It's on the cock tonight. Really? Yeah. Peacock? What the fuck? Anyways, it's gonna launch April 2020. It's gonna have over 15,000 hours of content. Of course, NBC Universal have tons of content. It'll be home to The Office, which they recently paid a lot of money to pull from Netflix, as well as Parks and Recreation. Uh, the most exciting bit is that the Mr. Robot creator, Sam Ismail, is rebooting 
Battlestar Galactica. Geek movie. Yeah, boy. Bugs, talk to me about this. You're down for another Battlestar Galactica? I, if it's, it's a reboot. Well, he, they don't really need. Yeah, they don't really need to reboot Battlestar Galactica. They could just continue the story because the last we left Battlestar Galactica, they had basically rebooted themselves anyway. They were all they settled on Earth finally, and there was a yeah, couple of Cylons like left. I'm gonna ruin it for everyone, but well, okay, hold they on. Decided to, okay, we warned they you. Just, this is the end of Battlestar yeah, Galactica. Yeah, if you want to watch Battlestar Galactica, the greatest sci-fi series ever good. made, um, you're gonna get to this point, and then. I mean, that's what they ended with, but they yeah. had uh, decided to for like just get rid of all their technology because it kept on leading to bad shit. So they just went back to like the Stone Age, basically. Oh, like, so they abandoned all the tech because yeah. it was just I mean, the Cylons are fucking robots. It was a cycle that just kept on fucking happening. So they just decided to just keep it simple. No more. No more fucking AI. No more fucking machines doing shit, which is a lot like Dune, by the way. Oh. That's what happened in Dune. So the, you could say you could even continue it with, with okay they decided okay this time we're gonna do it and the the technology's not gonna fucking fuck with us and then it ends up fucking with them. Well, again. Sam Ismail has said this. Uh, he said uh, Battlestar Galactica fans, this will not be a remake of the amazing series by Ronald D. Moore because why mess with perfection? Instead, we'll explore a new story within the mythology while staying true to the spirit of Battlestar. So right. say we all, which is a the thing they said, and they so also say we all. said, uh, yeah, Brack. Anthony, I think you would like Battlestar Galactica, the first season. Uh, if would you, I? Uh, yes, because it's why uh, it's a very smart sci-fi. Okay, and uh, I'll you, know, you give me that credit. Uh, no, I think you would really enjoy it. It's thoughtful. It it it's a commentary on the world and just the stuff they did where they would film. The space battles, kind of like a documentary style, kind of like you know you would see documentary of war. Well, it's like it's in the Terminator wheelhouse. Yes, yes, it's basically Terminator, right? Because there's these robots that look like people, and I think that it influenced Terminator. That's what I the think. The Cylons, personally. yeah. I think it was the inspiration for Terminator because what happens is is that uh, the humans create the Cylons, which are like robots to do all their bidding and do all their work. They turn on, they turn on them. So Matrix fucking pulled from this because this came out in the seventies. Yep. Or in the early 80s. And then, um, you know, humans, like, fight them off, and they leave. They leave. They go out into outer space. And now they got to live in space. And, and then they come back, and then they fucking, they come back guns a-blazing. There's a lot of, like, and, politics and shit. They got to reelect yeah. the president. So I had one season in the 70s. Then there was, like, a, a another uh, sequel in the 80s. And then there was the awesome one from the early 2000s that had yeah. four seasons. But back to the cock, uh, it will have... <laughs> Uh, the, Back to the, the classic TV like Thirty Rock, Brooklyn Nine Nine, Cheers, uh, Everyone Loves Raymond, Frasier, Friday Night Lights, King of Queens, Married with Children, lots of stuff. Will and Grace, and then films like American Pie, Bridesmaid, Knocked Up, Meet the Parents, whole se- series, A Beautiful Mind, Back to the Future. I don't. It's coming out uh, next year. Uh, oh, here's the other great thing they're doing: the Safe by the Bell reboot. Anybody down for this? Oh, I'm down for that too. Uh, Saved by the Bell reboot with uh, I will watch that. original cast members Elizabeth Berkeley and Mario Lopez. And I saw a rumor that Zach Morris would be governor in this. Like, it's Governor Zach Morris. I like it. But Anthony, Saved by the Bell, Kelly Kapowski, anything? Does it do anything? I mean, I'm familiar with it. I didn't really grow up watching it, but I know. Yo, Kelly Kapowski was, uh, that was everything. She's, yeah, she's a good looking girl. And then Elizabeth Berkeley in Showgirls. And you were like, holy shit, Elizabeth Berkeley. I didn't know Jesse Spano. Yeah, she went full slutty on that. Jesse Spano. Kelly Kapowski is very cute. 
And then another reboot show of another crush from my youth. They are doing a Punky Brewster reboot starring Soleil Moonfry as a grown-up Punky Brewster. Oh, shit. I had a huge crush on the Punky Brewster. Really? I did. I don't know why. Just she was. I just remember that she was on like some talk show yeah. talking about that she grew her boobs grew so big. Yeah, she had to have a she, surgery when she was a when she was a teenager. Yes, she had big boob problems. It causes back issues, rugs. Right, but she was like very Imran young. Would know. Pretty, I do. I might, you know, I might have to call her. My up. moves. I might have to ask her who her surgeon was and uh, see if I can get a recommendation. Floppy, you need a bro. Man boob reduction <laughs> surgery. They do that. Yes, I need the man's ear. Anybody got the bro? Uh, also, they're doing a docu-series <laughs> about Saturday Night Live called Who Wrote That from Lorne Michaels. I love shit like that. So, the so cock. So, you're going to buy this. I don't know. They, you're so, going to buy the cock. Here's the thing. I'm not going to buy the cock because. The cock sounds better than Apple shit. Well, it I'll does. They have. Battlestar Galactica. You got that. That's, that's like a gold star yep, sci-fi yep. right there. You got Saved by the Bell, like nostalgia boost right there. And then what's the, what's the, next, the next one that you said? Punky Brewster. I don't know about <laughs> but here the name of the game is your catalog and IP when you are launching these services. And right now, Apple is the thinnest. It's the leanest. Uh, and uh, it doesn't have a lot of things, which takes us into our next news bit. J.J. Abrams just signed a two hundred and fifty million dollar deal with Warner Brothers. Wait, what? back to the cock for a second. There will be a free ad version and then a paid no ad version so you might be able to catch all this for free which would be really awesome nice you might have to pay for it jj abrams 250 million dollars and it includes uh his company bad robot developing and producing new movies tv shows video games and digital products for warner media which includes hbo warner brothers and hbo max streaming service now jj had turned down a deal from apple for it was reportedly a $500 million deal. Oh, shit. And he walked away because the terms of the deal were not what he wanted. Apple wanted exclusive rights. They weren't going to be, they weren't going to let him make stuff for any other outlets. They wanted everything to be Apple TV. Apple, uh, his other concern that led him to walk away is Apple doesn't have a theatrical distribution model. Like Disney does, like Warner Brothers does. Uh, and, you know, he did uh, Star Trek and he gets to do a Star Wars movie. He doesn't want to be locked in to one place. So all that said, he made this huge deal. Now, my thought is this. J.J. Abrams makes this deal with Warner Media. He had a Superman script floating around. You guys remember this script called Flyby? Yeah. Is it possible that he could be in charge of rebooting Superman and 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 take control of the DCEU? Would you want to see that? Kind of like what he did for Star Wars. Does he wanted JJ Abrams. I heard about that. Uh, he loves Superman. He's uh, you know, he's he he wrote that script and he's always wanted to make a Superman movie, I would imagine. Hmm. I don't know. I would see it. Like he's not my favorite director, but he does every once in a while managed to cram a couple of good scenes into a movie. Like, things like, even with Star Trek, he was able to do some cool stuff with it. Every J.J. Abrams movie I've seen has been like a... You walk out of that and you kind of feel good about everything. Yeah. They're not... There's not like... I'm not like blown away, but I've never been watched a J.J. Abrams movie and gone, oh man, that that really sucked. 
But I don't know if he can shepherd a universe. That, that'd be interesting. I wouldn't mind him doing a, a Superman movie. Just take a stab uh, at Superman. See what you could do. Yeah, I feel like he's got something missing, but he's way more of a person that I'd put in front of a universe than Zack Snyder. Oh, yeah. I mean, you had Nolan involved in that stuff, but like he was just like barely. Yeah, there. they just had his name in there. They can erase all that Snyder and give it to Abrams. But this is why uh, Abrams like this deal. Like as a creator, Warner Brothers has way more IP for him to play with. You know? Yeah. Apple has nothing. Apple yeah. needs uh, a catalog. <laughs> they have no catalog. They're literally they selling. Nothing. They're selling the service on three shows right now. Really? We talked about this last week. Yes, I know. You, and you were like, oh, five bucks. No, the more I thought well, about well, it. Well, that, make that, that makes it appealing. Here's the thing. Nobody's paying for this. <laughs> Nobody's going to pay because everyone is, oh, well, is buying phones. I, I'm glad you can repeat devices. everything we just said last week, Ron. I, but the more I thought about it, I was like. <laughs> oh, five bucks. This, might, it's, it's, this is going to make me think about it. It's The play isn't for the service. The play is for hardware. They want to move hardware. <laughs> Anyways, it made me think of something interesting. And I learned something, and it's all uh, kind of from this rumor site, so take it with a grain of salt. But they brought up an interesting point. Like we just said, J.J. Abrams walked away from Apple. Apple needs theatrical distribution. Uh, if Sony gets bought by somebody, the rights to Spider-Man automatically revert to Disney, and they don't have to pay a fucking dime. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. So is it possible that they are waiting this out? And uh, there were rumors that Apple and uh, who's the somebody else made by Sony to compete with the Disney and the Netflix and the and and Warner Brothers? Maybe Amazon made by Sony, so they have a theatrical wing for all their content. What do you think about that? Well, you automatically you I didn't really pay attention because you said it was from a, a not so great site. So sorry, but there could be. But the the fact is that if somebody if Sony gets bought. The rights thing for Spider-Man is, sure. is decided. Yeah, sure. I, but I can see Apple and you know and and these other companies that don't have a catalog and they don't have theatrical distribution. I can see Apple's them looking, need to do something. Yeah, I mean they saw Disney make the move and buy Fox. Somebody could just buy Sony, and we were talking about ten billion dollars for Spider-Man. Maybe not be worth it. Ten billion dollars for all of Sony. Maybe but worth like, it. What's the point of Apple buying Sony when the the its headline? thing is spider-man which they wouldn't get anyway that's a good point <laughs> they would lose the minute you buy sony you would lose their big money maker yeah it's like it's a risk yeah, you have to is, take uh, sony has well they have karate kid here i'm looking at wikipedia karate kid ghostbusters spider-man oh uh, they're doing a new jumanji, ghostbusters they got the jumanji doing Stuart well for little man black james bond all the james bond underworld shit. the smurfs hotel transylvania cloudy with a chance of meatballs that's there's a lot of animated movies. Yeah. Not much. Yeah, no like big temples yeah. other than Spider-Man. The point being if these, these uh these less these streaming companies that are not Disney, Warner Brothers, Netflix, they need to keep up. I think James Bond is Sony. James Bond is Sony. Yeah. They need uh some place to release their movies theatrically so they can make these deals. They would have had Abrams for five hundred million if they had theatrical distribution, but they did. Yeah, Sony yeah. didn't even buy Valiant. He just got one character. Oh, that's right. They're, they're working on the Valiant universe for Netflix and uh, for No, they're movies. only doing one. They're, they're only doing, doing Bloodshot. Bloodshot. That's it. So, but there's also, uh, uh, they're working on Bloodshot. a Netflix thing for Valiant, I heard, I think. Possibly. I don't know. Uh, you guys remember Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom? Wasn't that great? Yeah. Great yeah. movie. Yeah. 
directed by uh, it was not a great movie. Bayona, uh, the first one being directed by Colin Trevorrow, who is directing the next one. Well, out of nowhere, there was a little little warning uh, that uh, Colin Trevorrow puts out this eight minute short premieres on TV, then released online. Battle at Big Rock uh, it, that takes place a year after the end of Fallen Kingdom. I believe you guys watched this. We did. Yep. Uh, Anthony, what did you think of this battle at Big Rock short that features some uh, Nosset, Nosset, what are they? They're like Triceratops, but they're not Triceratops. Nosseteratops yeah, and an Allosaur and a and the first time I think we see dinosaurs on the mainland in any of these movies. No. No? Wrong. When Lost w- World had uh, T-Rex in San Diego. Oh, that's right. I'm an idiot. <laughs> but we've seen now the dinosaurs have mated to populated areas and people yeah. are camping and they got to deal with dinosaurs. Yeah, for the those that don't know, it's basically Spoilers. <laughs> Spoiler alert. about how a, a scene in the world where dinosaurs are just as prevalent as any other animal and these are a family camping. And um, What did I think of it? I mean, I thought it was pretty entertaining for sure. Um, very surprised to just see it come out, just this random thing. Right. Um, I especially enjoyed not only the the little eight minutes, but the 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 footage at the end, which they just interspliced like real footage with dinosaurs. During in. the credit scene, you yeah. see uh, different places where dinosaurs are affecting the world. People are driving off. Yeah, the road. I mean, it is cool that like it's 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 interesting little snippet into what the world is with dinosaurs just being a regular thing. Um, it's good. It was fun. The only so the, what happens? Did you watch it? No, no, no. I saw it, but like, what do you think is the? What are they trying? What are they to setting up for the next movie? Setting up? Are they setting up as like it's like The Walking Dead now? Like yeah, the, the, they're just trying to set up that dinosaurs are just almost more prevalent. Like, are the dominant species basically? the The only issue with it for me is if you think about it hard enough, you're like, wait, what? Like how? Did, <laughs> How did this happen? Like, yes. there's no way that like just letting out 35 dinosaurs this would have happened. Like, we're still humans. We're still way like animals are endangered all the goddamn time because we're just so fucking brutal with our hunting methods. We would just we would we would snip we would nip this in the butt way quicker than it would ever take for dinosaurs to become this yeah. prevalent. I mean, that's one of the things that I always find ridiculous about monster movies or anything like that at this point in time because we could literally launch stuff that would like take down an entire mountain that would kill all of them <laughs> yeah. right away in one swoop you know you yeah. saw the shit that they had in iron man that tony stark made we actually have something that's like close to that shit they would have right. had dinosaur drones just fly around <laughs> i mean they, they would have hired like hunters to just big destroy game hunters yeah. be like go crazy hunting kill season them. is on uh, I thought it was actually, I really enjoyed the direction, the tension, the, it the, was very the scares. Tense. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I almost like this than all of Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Oh, shit. Better than the whole well, last movie. The, the issue with it is, for me, is it was very, it was actually tense. I actually was like, oh, man, this is like suspenseful. The issue is the movie before it yes. that got us to this point was yeah. such a fucking weird mess. Yeah. It was just tough to be like on board with all of this. I think they figured something out and, uh, they're going to lean more into horror instead of sci-fi. Yeah. And uh, th- this sets up that exact thing. They have people fucking, they're at the lake, you know, they're having a little fun little party. All of a sudden, somebody's dead. 
because <laughs> they're chopped in half. I think they'd be a little bit more careful now that they know that. I mean, the, the scene around. with the little baby being stuck in the chair. And, oh my god, that, yeah, is, that, was, that, was, that was great quite tense. and so yeah. frightening. Uh, and the little girl gets the you know gets the arrow in his eye to to, to chase him off, which uh, is perfect like uh, Jurassic Park shit they do all the time. Uh, it was but, good. It just it's just the setup. Strange. Well, well, yeah, we'll see if the script gets any smarter for like, Trevor O's next to, movie. If you guys thought, remember, like, the last time you thought about Fallen Kingdom, which you probably none of you have. No. But the whole setup to this is with some little girl. It's always well, a little was, kid. It was, well, the, let's just recap. The setup to this was yeah. a bunch of dinosaurs were captured from an island that was on its way to self destruction. For an evil auction. Were, yeah, they were in an evil auction in <laughs> yes. a haunted house basement yes. to these evil people that were creating dinosaurs that could attack upon command if you let off a sound and put in a laser at them and the person that let them out was a clone of a woman a little girl clone of a, an adult woman releases them all into releases the them all because she goes they're just like me sure why not <laughs> okay like what are we uh Ugh. how do we get to this that point? movie <laughs> yeah Lame. I, I do because it's just so fucking ridiculous. <laughs> it's so ridiculous, over the top. Like, I forgot it. I wanted to forget. Watch it. the first Jurassic <laughs> Park, and you go, "Wait, how did we get here?" Huh, you know, do you think he could break? It sounds so stupid. You think? But, he, yeah, you th- and I saw it. <laughs> yeah, it's the dumb. the uh, the intent of the the book, Michael Crichton was that was it. Michael Crichton. Yep, yep, yep. Was the the fact that like people would use these dinosaurs as weapons? So they're hint like they're touching upon that, but they they went about it in a really. Just turn it into a cartoon. Yes. What do you think costs more? Uh, Creating a dinosaur or building a fucking tank or something? Well, building a tank or creating a dinosaur. Obviously. What do you mean? Like in, for scratch in real life? Well, they were selling for like $5 million. I thought they would oh, cost a little bit more. That's fucking cheap. Yeah, I thought they would be paid a little bit more for a dinosaur. <laughs> like a tank is like $20 million. $200 million? Yeah. I would, There's some cheap ass dinosaurs in that. I don't. Know, I think a Halliburton charges a lot more in, in the auction with the fashion runway in the basement. I got yeah. this Imranosaurus for a bargain. Yes, he doesn't do <laughs> what anything. Does he, do? he sits around and eats Cheetos. I want my money back. Mm. He has this bad thing. problems because he has man boobs. <laughs> yes, it's like uh, uh, Ramadan, my kaiju. Oh no! Exactly. Don't, don't, don't talk about Ramadan, Ramadan yeah. versus Ghetto Robo. Make it happen. I remember Hollywood. when you made that pitch. I was. Bored to tears. Oh my god, Ramadan is the best new kaiju you're ever going to meet. People, he's culturally appropriate. He's diverse, and uh, yeah, your ass is diverse. My ass is diverse. Let's move on to the next thing. The Watchmen on HBO is coming out October twentieth. They put out yet another trailer, and it's still kind of boringish. I don't, don't want to watch this. At I'm not all. sure about this. Like, this is what I don't like about it. Number one, <laughs> it's it's set in like. The South. It's set in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Yes. Yeah. I don't care. And like, I'm like, that doesn't ring as Watchmen to me. That's like completely not Watchmen to me. So I was like, all right, whatever. Like, it doesn't seem superhero-y. It just doesn't seem like well, anything. Well, like- if you think about it, Watchmen is really not. It's about a, vigilantes. It's just about people dressing up in masks. They're not. Yeah, but it's not. It's, it's only no, Doctor so- Manhattan has. They powers. tried to make it about trying to make it about something else that it's not. I don't know. I really think it's like going not. It's not Watchmen at all. Anthony, like, what what do you think with Regina King as uh, seems to be the lead there, and she's got a costume? I gotta admit, I was also just kind of bored by the whole thing. Right. I, I mean, I've heard uh, when I look at the internet, people, a lot of people are very excited about this. Um, but I, you know, I've never really been a big Watchmen person. I didn't like the movie particularly, and mm. 
seeing this, I was just like, oh, well, like okay. nobody's standing out to me. Like Regina King, I she's a good actress. Don't get me wrong, but she just. I always think of her as like the child actress from Two Two Seven or something. She's been in a lot of things, a lot of yeah. She's been John in a lot Singleton of Singleton films. Yeah, I just I don't know. I wanted like a fresh face, maybe or something like something somebody that's really gonna grab my attention. And I was, uh, you know, so Damon, if this wasn't a superhero thing, I probably wouldn't care as much. You know, with the and with the boys having come out, Damon Lindelof has come out and he said he's like, it's not quite like the boys. We're not really deconstructing superheroes because none of these people have powers except for manhattan uh it's more he's what did he say he said it's more about masks and authority and policing uh yeah that's not watchman is it i don't know okay so he revealed some other details in the show when watchman begins robert redford has been the president of the u.s for 28 years so in the book, in the movie, nixon remember was president for years all the way through the 80s i guess after nixon so it's the actual actor Robert Redford in the show is president. He's not playing the president. Understand? Right. Redford is the president. He may not even be in the show. Cell phones and the internet have been outlawed. Costume heroes are now banned. The police forced to wear masks to protect their identities. And they can't use their guns without them being unlocked by a dispatcher first. When it starts, uh, many of the original characters from the graphic novel believed to be dead or missing. But you do see uh, Ozymandias, Jeremy Irons, and Silk Spectre uh, may show up. And you see the Night Owl ship in the thing. So, I don't know. I think that's an interesting setup with Robert Redford and Internet and Cell Phones Band. That is an interesting commentary. Like, what would happen I mean, now that, if you, that... That adds some intrigue to it. I won't lie about that. But Anthony, would you survive if they ban the Internet and Cell Phones? Well, I was just looking at my phone, so probably not. <laughs> what would and you we're do? on the internet doing this. <laughs> yes, you'd have to. We wouldn't be able to do this. There's yeah. no podcast in this world. Oh, fuck this world. Uh, I don't know. October 20th. We'll, we'll yeah, see. Yeah, I'm like, eh. About it's it. 10 episodes. I'll watch the first season. Why the fuck not? I mean, not? I was eh about the boys, too, and then I watched it, and I was like all in. So Westworld was the same thing in the beginning. I was like, I don't know what I'm watching, but I'm going to keep watching it. And then it kind of pays off. Uh, yeah, but Westworld had naked girls over It did. Yeah, this one has lots of Rorschach. That makes it so much easier to watch. <laughs> Rorschach dudes, lots of dudes with um, the Rorschach mask. Then we got Raising Dion. Raising Dion. This trailer for the new show on Netflix. Uh, Anthony from your boy Michael B. Jordan producing and starring. Mm. This is a TV. We talked about this a uh, long time ago when it was first announced. I remember talking about this. It is a TV show based on a comic by Dennis Liu. Stars Michael B. Jordan uh, about a little kid who has powers. His dad dies mysteriously, and he has powers like uh, uh, tra- transporting powers and telekinesis and makes things float. Anthony, what would you think of uh, this little superhero show here on Netflix? It looked all right. I mean, the, the thing I, I guess that I'm a little... I guess not even sour, just like a little like, oh, like Netflix, what, what's going to happen is... I'm just getting to the point where I'm like, why am I going to need Netflix for raising Dion? I don't know. Right. Like, you know, that is an interesting point. I, but I think I just read an article. This guy said that Disney plus and Netflix will, will be, will be, they'll thrive. They will be the stop. But Netflix did, did lose, they just lose friends. Uh, yes, but they just made a big deal for Seinfeld. Oh, shit. A multi million dollar deal for the rights for the whole catalog to Seinfeld. So, 
but they did lose about 130,000 subscribers this last quarter, I read. However, they have 150 million plus, so I don't know. <laughs> they are the leader, yeah. I mean, Dion looked good. Getting back to Dion, it looked fine. Um, it didn't look like anything, though, I haven't seen before. That was the I feel thing. like it was more interesting. It was a better made trailer that made me want to watch it more than the Watchmen trailer. Absolutely. It was. Absolutely. Yes. Way, I way will, better cut. Way I better will music. Agree. Yes. The Watchmen trailer is still not feeling it, but this. The, it's like they're making it so it just seems like it's a terrible show. I know. I don't know why. And they're they so boring. I love this Raising Dion. Anthony, what would it take for you to get the Netflix again? Well, not, I have it. Oh, you still do have it. That's have right. It, yeah. You're not going to kill, kill it. I'm not going to kill it. I mean, yeah. I, I admitted this on the spinoff show, but I have a friend that. I share it with, and I haven't paid him in a while, and he hasn't <laughs> asked me. So there's no point in not killing in killing it for no reason. So I have it. I just great. You can I'm watch not paying for it. Raising early. Oh, I'm gonna keep Netflix just for the anime. Oh, it's got tons of anime. It's got tons. You know, I've been watching Reds, uh, Robotech from the beginning. I've been oh, making my go. way through beautiful it. Beautiful show, it, right there. It bring, takes me back right to my childhood, and all of it. All the three That's series are on Netflix that they had for kids that adults could watch yep. and fucking think get get a lot out of it as well. It still pretty much holds up. Some of the animation and some of the tropes are like he. I forget he, Rick Hunter treats Lynn Minmay like she's a dumb girl like all the time. It's hilarious. Uh, but <laughs> Raising Dan has some cool shots where the guy is like made out of lightning and there's drones and he's got crazy powers. Uh, Michael B. Jordan producing and in it, I'm intrigued. Uh, I will check it out. It's coming out October 4th. There's a lot of stuff coming out in October. There's going to be a lot of content to Netflix watch. Netflix got to get shit together, man. It really does. It's funny because they put out so many shows that you'd never heard with titles that are, some of them are just like, they ran out of things to call yeah, the shows. Yeah, but you know what it is? It's like a lot of it are ports. Yeah, no, you know, but you, some are Netflix you know, originals. You, a, you only get a video game system and you're like, oh, new games are coming out. Yeah. But it's like, no, this game has existed. This is on from Canada. For- yeah. Yeah, it's been on PC for like years, and they're just taking it and putting it on your system. They're not making a new game. That's what they're doing. They're taking all these shows that exist in other countries yeah. and just porting them over to Netflix. Well, there's one. There's one called Brown Nation, which is uh, about a whole like Indian immigrant dude and his family, and it's all brown people, and it's it's actually kind of funny. I think it's from Canada, but I've noticed these new shows. The title of the show is like what the show is about. Like they aren't even putting thought. There's a show called Working Moms. Guess what it's about. There's a show called Tall Girl. Guess what that show's about? Yeah, I heard it was terrible. It's about a tall girl. They just call it Tall Girl. Yeah. I think that's hilarious. They've run out of What is the show about? Oh, uh, well, she drives a bus. Bus driver. That's the show. Here's all the money. Uh, they, They're going to keep putting out whatever. People can it's watch. There's so many things. And I hate to say this, but Netflix algorithm blows almost as bad as YouTube's does. Because... Like you, there's so much shit that's on there that you, you never would it. even know. It doesn't come up in your feed. It's like you get the same. Like you watch one anime, yeah. and then it's all you get is anime. Yeah. yeah. Like, but what about all the other shit that I've watched? You know, why am I not getting? Like, it doesn't. You got to dig deep know. sometimes in the like, categories. There should be like a there should be like a non uh, algorithm based uh, stuff where they have featured stuff that's not based on your algorithm, like. So you know what's coming out regardless of your algorithm. Yeah, uh, on Joe Rogan's podcast, I believe it was Neil deGrasse Tyson. He actually talked about this. He was like, "I wish the algorithms weren't so smart." Yeah, yeah. He's like, "I am the type of guy that likes to discover new things, mm. and with algorithms in my life, 
They just keep feeding me the same the stuff same over shit. and over. Yes, right. how are you yeah, supposed to? It. How are you supposed to stumble on something? You, yeah, it takes away the stumbling upon. So, like the cha- channel surfing old ways of the, of the 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 past, where you would like stumble upon. Things. I do appreciate like if you like this, you're gonna like this. That's yeah, no, great. They, they but they there should be some sort of like here's a wild card. Yeah, here's just something completely wacky yeah. that you may Maybe like. Maybe you'll like this. Discover something new. Explore. No, but these algorithms, they run, run our lives and they run big corporations and well, they run everything now. this is why people now. are mass thinking. Yeah, and, yeah. They're all being fed the thinking. same shit. They're, that's why everybody's in like an echo chamber and they, they, don't, they don't get it. The, 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 algor- the algorithm is what's making them think the shit. Yo, fuck your algorithm. It, it, is, it, it is a trap because I've, I've fallen into where I'm on YouTube and I keep watching the same like five or six topic videos over yeah. and over. Like lately I've been watching just... This is real fucking morbid. I've been watching animals getting eaten alive. Oh my god, that's that's just nature. <laughs> and videos Anthony. like that keep popping up on my it's YouTube, and I'm like, nature. Okay, I'll watch this this wildebeest get torn apart ass first by you, lions. You ever fall into the hole where you watch the videos of like ships crashing into uh, their port and not? I haven't, like, I haven't fallen into that cruise that, liners that just crash into land like they can't stop. Uh, I got watch those on Facebook for some reason, and they're very fascinating. <laughs> and they just keep like truck that. accidents, yeah. like trucks that tip over. There's weird fucking videos out there's there. Weird, there's everything. Yes, that's the crazy thing. Yeah. I love the videos of like bad drivers where the car is just like he changes lanes and just gets fucking smashed by a truck because he wasn't paying. There's like all these crazy. I'm like, why are you showing me this? So today I got watching. stuck on uh, watching the best from Home Alone over and over, and uh, it's still pretty funny. <laughs> the best of Home Alone. Why don't you just watch the movie? Well, I didn't want to watch the movie. I just wanted to see all the funny shit that happens in the <laughs> oh, movie. It's all just the clips, so like it's short. I mean, it's such a quotable movie. It is. It's the best movie ever, dude. Buzz, your girlfriend. Woof. Woof. <laughs> <laughs> I'm eating junk and watching garbage. You guys should probably come out and punish me. <laughs> I love that that movie wasn't a movie. They f- made that for the movie, the movie he watches. Yeah. I'm going to give you until the cut yeah, no, of mo- It's a made-up movie within yes. a movie, yeah. Keep the change, you filthy animal. So good. It's just a funny movie. Listen, my algorithm's telling me I got to use the little boys' room. So we're going to take a break here, play some promos, uh, and come back with another Patreon-sponsored movie review. Don't miss it right after this. After these messages, we'll be right back. Hey, guys. This is Venice, and I've got a message from a friend of mine about my favorite podcast. It's your boy, Flavor, Flav, and Full Effect. Check this out, everybody. I want y'all to go check out TJ. What's good, everybody? TJ Johnson here from Voice from the Underground. I am the most handsome. Big ass. And I'm smoking my cigar, of course. You know what I'm saying? The Dutch. You pick me up in an Uber and a PT Cruiser, I'm calling Lyft. Because <laughs> <laughs> they be fighting the power, talking about social issues, politics, you know what I'm saying? And we're not even that good. Right, we're terrible. Terrible. Tangents all over the place. And not only that, but they be keeping the fun with the sports, music, comics, and movies too. Am I allowed to I talk? Think, I think, no, not right now. Shut up, just... colonizer! <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? you on Twitter at VFU Podcast. So you can find them, you can find them. So check one, two. This is Flavor Flav. Yeah, boy! Okay. What Flav was trying to say is, check out Voice from the Underground on your favorite podcast network. Voice from the Underground. If you're looking for a sports hosting show that 
gives you the flavor. Tom Brady thrown for over 60,000 yards, the most playoff victories, the most Super Bowls, the most Super Bowl MVPs. He is not the greatest of all time. That brings the energy. Shaq quote, the earth is flat. Close quote. The earth is round. That isn't about. This or that. This or that. Charles Barkley, 1994. You stole two home games in the Western Conference semifinals against the Rockets. Your team blows it in seven. One year later, up three games to one. Two games at home. And you blow that too. Then you've come to the right place. I am that man, your man, the illustrious tour guy, Cole Johnson. Cole Sports. On Cole Sports. With a Z. Listener, if you've been enjoying the show and you want more geeky goodness, join our fan club, jockandnerd.com slash Patreon. It's like jock and nerd cock. I mean, jock and nerd max. I mean, jock and nerd plus. Listen, jock and nerd premium is better than the peacock. Uh, You get bonus content, an exclusive RSS podcast feed just for you. The show has come out early. And we have extra episodes, post shows, whole movie reviews. And if you sign up for $10 a month, you can pick a movie for us to review any movie you want. And since we are flying through these, we're doing another one right now. Everyone that has signed up, if you've, we've done your movie and you've been with us for more than a year, you get to pick a second movie and people have been sending in their second pick. So I thank you. Oh shit. For paying, oh, really? paying attention. Yes. Nice. So this We're getting is, a second picks. This is going to keep rolling. And there's other ways you could get a movie. There's an exception, which you'll hear when we get to the review. Now, listener, there is one problem. One of us failed to do their homework. <laughs> Bro, do you even podcast? What did you? Who was? Guess who it was. Hmm. Rugs, was it you? <laughs> could be. <laughs> Couldn't be. Wah, wah. Uh, we will not be hearing uh, Anthony during the review portion. You didn't watch the movie, Anthony. Episode. <sighs> His balls, my balls was His hot. His balls was hot. Well, <laughs> I take full responsibility. Imran messaged us this week. Apparently, I just missed it. So as I was looking at the show notes as we're doing the show, mind you, I'm also... Kind of in a like weird haze. Yes. I'm looking at the show notes like, and going, this? "Rain of Fire." What the fuck are we supposed to talk about? Is this a TV show? I look at it and then I scroll around. I'm like, Imran never messaged me about this." As we're recording the show, I look back. I'm like, "Oh shit, he did." You apologize to David Zika right David, now, David. Yeah, I'm. I am sorry, Mister Zika virus. I will uh, next movie you choose in a year. I'll I'll be sure to watch it. That's and a big fuck up it. right there. But you won't hear my voice during this one. Not that you probably care. You're probably like, I don't want to hear that asshole's opinion on this. <laughs> I anyways. don't give a fuck. Yeah. Uh, so listen. Well, this is very ironic for me because I uh, I already saw this movie in the theaters. So I didn't even have to watch it. But I chose to watch it because I wanted to be able to do a good review. So I watched it a second time. Excellent. And- Let's get to the review. Anthony, meet us on the other side. Jockey nerd. This week's Patreon-sponsored movie review listener is a movie called Reign of Fire from 2002. This one is sponsored by one David Zika listener. Now, I just mentioned there are other ways to get us to review a movie. David Zika rags, not on the Patreon, okay? Really? But what are we doing this? Because Zika has been with us, remember, since Batman versus Superman? 
He's right. made some one-time donations and he, oh, he's denied. He's done donating. But he's also remember all the things he's done in real life to help promote the show. He got he took a big sign of you, the rug boy sign on college game day, tried to get it on TV down there in Orlando. I've I've sent him flyers that he'll pass out. Uh Zeke has done so much stuff. I was like, David, you pick a movie. We're gonna do it to thank you for all the support and all the listening. So there's other ways. For example, Dope Pope, if you're listening, Dope Pope always sends in a one-time donation. Nice, nice donation. Dope Pope, you get to pick a movie. Send yeah. us your movie review. We'll be glad to do it. Right now, we're going to do David Zika's movie, Rain of Fire. Here's your spoiler alerts. Strap yourselves in, you fucks. Spoiler time. This movie uh, came out in 2002. Dose. And on the tomato meter, it is at 42%. 18 years old 18 years old 5.2 holy fuck man out of 10 how old am i <laughs> right 2002 doesn't seem it should it sounds Jesus. like it's not that long ago but that has a long fucking time ago 18 years ago the world has changed drastically God damn this movie was made for 60 million dollars pg-13 60 million uh, six zero in 2002 in 2002 that's it, a healthy budget. It opens what to fifteen million opening weekend. It finishes at forty three million domestic, thirty nine million foreign for a worldwide total of eighty two million dollars. This movie is a financial bomb and a reportedly lost seventy million dollars. Oh shit! When all was considered, uh, it was a flizzop. It was a huge flizzop uh, with the monies, financially wise, and maybe mm. a little bit critically, definitely commercially. This movie's directed by Rob Bowman. Uh, Rugs- he directed it Electra, and then it was never seen again. Well, yes, this man. He bef- no, he did TV before this. He's a longtime uh, X Files director. Yeah, he's done lots of X Files. He produced. Uh, he directed the movie, I believe, when it came out, or produced the movie. But yeah, he does Rain of Fire. And then the next movie he does is Electra, and that was it. I think those are the only two. He went back to television. Uh, I think he's better with the TV. That's all. He's better with the TV. He does sh- more on rails, so you can't fuck up on TV. Right? There's a path. He's he he direct. He's directed episodes of Castle and Quantico and The Rookie and shows like like that. directing TV. It's like especially when they've already established the tone and how it works. You just go in there and just you just have to be like. You're the guy running this. Absolutely. The other guys are doing their thing. I mean, Kevin Smith talks about that on his podcast when he goes into Supergirl or The Flash. He's like, I really don't even need to do anything. Everyone's there. The thing's just kind of runs itself. I'm just there kind of to steer it, you know, uh, because everybody knows their part. So I thought I always thought that was interesting. Uh, Written by Greg Shabbat and Kevin Petaraka, starring a 2002 Christian Bale. Oh, shit. 2002 Matthew McConaughey uh and he was jacked in this movie who who they were both jacked but McConaughey super jacked uh Isabella Scarupo playing uh the the lead girl yeah, she's like some Polish person or something and Polish. Gerard Butler like never seen again in another movie. Leonidas from 300 Christian Bell plays Quinn Matthew McConaughey plays Denton Van Zant Isabella Scarupo Alex Jensen Gerard Butler Creedy uh rugs why don't you give the plot for this movie? Because it's pretty straightforward. And it yeah, is. How can I fuck this up? It is so surprising that pretty much. Yeah. Give us the plot. Give us the plot first. And then I'll tell you. So what this thinking. dude 
He's a little kid, and he's going to visit his mom at work for Quinn. some reason. Who uh, works underground at a in, a in a mine of some kind, digging shit? No, they're, they're building the the subway, the underground, the London Underground. Oh, they're building the underground. Okay, I, I don't remember that part. I think I had the I didn't see the beginning. <laughs> um. So anyway, they're digging, and he's there in this tunnel. Nobody cares that he's there, and uh, they find they find a void, basically a pocket of something of some kind. So what do they do? They like tell the kid, "Hey, <laughs> go like, hey, have kid, a look in there. Go in there with this flashlight." Yeah, this little kid, just go take a look. Sure, seems like a great idea. Yeah, great idea, and it ends up being fucking dragon nest. <laughs> it's just and one dragon, dragon. Yeah, well, dragon comes out, kills his mom. He survives, and then we cut to like twenty years in the future, yep. where the fucking dragons have multiplied at a very fast rate. And they uh, burn down everything because they they survive on ash. That makes no sense. And then uh, well, all the world's powers used all their nuclear weapons and destroyed everything. And the dragons still around. Uh, dragons win. Humans lose. Yeah. So basically, now humans are kind of like the they're they're trying to outlast them now, and the dragons are starting to like not be as high in numbers, and they're starting to dwindle a little bit. So the humans are like, they're basically, it's an attrition war where they're like, just trying to outlast, just trying, trying to survive. survive. Yeah. And then maybe like these motherfuckers will die out again or whatever. And we cut to Christian Bale. Now he's like a dude in his like late thirties or something. And, uh, he's got like a whole team of people living in this castle, like inside the, gr- inside the earth, like in the basement of it, I guess. Yeah. And they're like foraging for food and basically surviving until fucking Matthew McConaughey and a bunch of Americans show up. Roll up in tanks. Yeah. And start like basically like playing the cock game. Like who's going to fucking run this shit? I, I need I need supplies. You have men. We need we need your shit to fucking win this war. And basically they figure out that they have to kill the male. Which is in London, though, like which is the, the basically the first dragon. It all comes full circle. That Quinn, that, it was all Quinn's fault as a yeah, kid. Yeah, that they that they found when they were building the subway. Kill the male, and there'll be no more females, and, and they no won't one, reproduce. And, yeah, they they won't reproduce, and eventually they could get the upper hand because they're not reproducing. So anymore. all the dragons are females, and they they he did he did this dragon did more fucking than Anthony. He, yes, he spread his seed. One male <laughs> yeah. dragon, all the rest he of was, them that they've killed. He was definitely the jock. Denton Van Zandt is Matthew McConaughey. He shows up as the dragon slayer. Uh, and that's that. That's basically the plot. There's a couple of interesting things now. What I find amazing is that a movie with Christian Bale, Matthew McConaughey slaying dragons. How is this not a hit? How did this like? I don't even remember. It's a really dumb movie. This movie coming out. It's a very straightforward plot. I barely. I have no recollection I mean, I of this movie. It, yeah, I did too. Like, what do you think of this movie? I mean, it's so for the time. I the CGI on the dragons. Was very good. I thought the CGI was pretty amazing. Uh, what they did, it, it reminds. Well, I'm not surprised because this is Jurassic Park came out in '95, right? So this is like at least six, seven years later. It's like Jurassic Park meets Mad Max with dragons. I kind of like the medieval fantasy and the military action. Uh, the the I love uh, some of the things I love is how like the scientific explanations for the dragon fire. 
where they were saying that they have two sacks in their mouth and the two fluids come together and create a napalm, nitro napalm. Uh, so they were trying to explain things. The movie seemed to be wanting to be bigger than it was. Like, yeah, there was a lot of stuff that was just left unexplained or it was implausible or it didn't make any sense. Why? Yes. Oh, there's a lot. There's yeah. a lot of things that don't make sense. Uh, and you would think this is, a, you know, that you would find this world where it's like helicopters versus swarms of dragons. But ultimately, like, you don't really see, you see like two dragons. Like, they fight them one at a time. You don't see a lot of dragons. There's, there is a helicopter. Uh, some of the things I, I, I did, did They're not that hard to kill. No, apparently not. Apparently, they shoot something in their mouth. They're, and, they're, and, and then Van Zant says they're weakest at twilight. That apparently, but that's when their power is weakest, when the sun is setting. Um, again, it's a yet another post-apocalyptic world. We've seen a lot of these. There's a lot of like tropey. It's very tropey and cliched though, you know? Like the kid, there's always a kid that comes into the lab or the, the scientists brought their kid and the kid, it happened in Godzilla King of the Monsters. It happens in this movie, happened in Jurassic. There's always a kid fucking things up. So that was yeah. a little tropey. They do the thing where there's opening narration of exposition. Just like Ready Player One did that, and that was kind of annoying. Like, the, yeah, they have to do that. They always no gotta do that. They don't have the money to actually shoot any of this stuff. No, they don't. I love McConaughey though. He clearly was having a great time chewing the fucking scenery in every shot. He looked badass, and he was jacked. I forgot about. I saw this in the movie theater. Oh, you did? I don't yeah, remember I this movie. I was like, I was like, dragons. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna go see it because like. At that point in time, I think the only other movie that had like a, a dragon was like that other dragon, dragon heart. Oh, with Sean Connery as the oh, voice of the dragon. I remember that. And that one. CG was fucking horrid. It was horse shit. Yeah, it was like dog shit on top of dog shit. I don't even. It might even come out after this movie. I have no idea. Well, I read but, um, somewhere they they talked about how that why how they made the dragons look so good is they were going to use the usual texture mapping over a CG model, you know. But the scales, the way the scales moved when the dragon was moving didn't look right. So they had to like create some new software to get the scales to grow and shrink. And, 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 and I love the design of the dragon because it looks like a lot of different animals put together. The drag, what'd you think of the dragon? I thought it looked pretty sick. The dragon design. I thought the dragon was unique. It's not, doesn't look like smog. It doesn't look like, uh, uh, you know, Ghidorah or any of those fucking dragons. It's got its own look to it. It's a little bit, uh, it's a little bit less reptilian than I would imagine. Yeah. But it still has a lot of those things like um, uh, the ones from Game of Thrones are, you know, a million times better because they're newer. This reminded me of a, a little bit of Game of Thrones flavor. Uh, yeah. But, you know, Game of Thrones had that translucent effect. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just really fucking well, obviously. Yeah. And uh, the proportions are great. This dragon was more like um, spindly. He was a little bit more thin and like not. He was huge, but like he, he was. was just, it was a giant. The male dragon was giant. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I mean, like, look, the movie is not a great movie. Okay, it's not. It's missing like. It's first of all, it's like a, an hour and a half. It's very short, so they you know like they could have probably thrown another ten minutes in there. Um, it could have used another action sequence. Yeah, because there's only so, like there's only one or two. Yeah, there's only like two real. There really isn't real, much real. of a plot, and I didn't understand. So McConaughey's character, Denton, and Quinn are arguing, and I'm like, why are you arguing? You guys want the same thing. McConaughey's like, I need people. I'm going to go to London, kill the male dragon. And 
Quinn is like, no, you're going to bring him back here. And exactly that, and, that and happens. And that is what happens. The dragon comes back and destroys the whole fucking castle, at which point Quinn goes back, tries to take it down. But it's just like three people could take down a dragon. Like they never run out of fuel. Well, and I was, I also, well, not only fuel, <laughs> but not even in the conversation, dude. Electricity. And, they have computers. There's fuel. This is post-apocalyptic where everything's been blown apart. Like, how do you have fucking working computers with satellite imagery and 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 trackers? Like, I don't understand how that, how any of that still survives. No, it, it shouldn't work. It shouldn't be working. Uh, you mentioned some Godzilla. It had a little bit of like a Godzilla kaijui kind of thing going on. I like the way the dragon moved, but it's it's pretty straightforward. And I don't. Well, the thing about the Godzilla influence is that um, that they were underground and hiding, and I think it's in some of the voiceovers that they were like waiting to come back, and that that a lot of that kind of like is what they used in King of the Monsters that they're underground waiting to be awakened. And well, their, then, their mythology was that they killed the dinosaurs and then right. went hibernate until the world replenished itself for fuel for them yeah and then yeah i didn't understand like they feed on ash they burn down everything and then they eat that makes no sense eat the ash. what are you getting from ash there's no nutritional value yeah there's no protein it's just burnt you don't even get to breathe the smoke in yeah it's like if i smoke cigarettes and then ate the ash afterwards it does nothing mm-hmm. a couple of other things i liked about this movie rugs Go for it. Did you notice it? the castle is in Northumberland? That should ring a I bell. I did notice that. I was like, Northumberland. <laughs> Northumberland. Our buddies, Kevin and Chris. Do they still listen to us? Three, Probably not. Probably not. 365 Flicks Podcast. If is, you do, give us a shot because we miss you guys. We do. They're still podcasting. And I just I giggled when it said Northumberland. What did I, you the, think of those guys? The movie starts in 2002, and then it, it takes place in 2020, which is crazy that that's next year. So dragons are going to be taken over next year. Just keep an eye out for that. Just get away from that uh, that construction. Don't go in the hole. Uh, another bit I loved, I thought the writing was kind of clever, is like in the beginning when they're showing you how people live in this world and the two guys are entertaining kids by telling them a tale of an uh, epic storyteller. And it's not like a Greek tale. It's not a Homer tale. It's fucking Star Wars. Yeah, they reenact Geek Boner. the Luke I am your father. <laughs> and the kids are like, oh, my God. He goes, I'm, and I thought that was really clever because, like, oh, it's post-apocalyptic world. Ever, no one knows what Star Wars is. And they're telling the, the kids of their community the Star Wars uh, story. That was cute. That was cute. Uh, and then the other thing, the scene in the air with the helicopter and the dragon, right? And the, the parachuter guys. I thought the CGI was good, but this guy's plan doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah, I have no idea what their plan was. Like, I have no idea how that works. He said this is how he killed dragons. First of all, he he admits, like, he's killed a dragon, and Quinn doesn't believe him, and he's known as a dragon slayer, but he's like, this is what we're going to do. We're getting the helicopter. We'll go up above the dragon. These guys are going to jump out and shoot nets at a dragon while they're falling to do something to knock them out. And it, if they land and they hit the ground, they'll just, you know, forget all fucked and, up. And uh, it doesn't work, and they all just slam into the ground and die. Uh, and I was like, that's the dumbest plan to stop dragons ever. But, I mean, like, that's why I don't get about this movie. It's like, okay, so Christian Bale's like, you've killed a dragon? It's not that fucking hard. Matthew McConaughey basically shot an arrow into one and killed it. Because it was chasing Christian Bale. Yeah, right. That's fucking, that's a layup. 
That's like that's that's easy peasy. Like if you're fucking a uh, military thing, you should be able to do that no problem. I mean, you can't use those tanks to shoot at fucking dragons. What are Give you me doing? A break. I mean, they're hard to hit, but if you're chasing something and you can like try triangulate or you figure out their trajectory where they're going, you could probably you know, at least clip them pretty that good. That also reminded me of season eight of Game of Thrones, where they had all the fucking arrows shooting at the dragons, taking them down. Right. But then, what did you think of the the bit at the end where Van Zant climbs the tower and he does? He, they have these specially explosive tip dragons. They're trying to shoot into their mouth so they explode. He hits one. It still is coming at him, and then he just does this amazing leap into the air with an axe flying like he would never fly, and the dragon just goes. Hump, but then it doesn't do it. anything. They, no, they, do they, anything. they fucking ruin that moment <laughs> because. That should have been. Epic, and then he just he got hit. He, he should have at least stuck the axe into oh, the side of his face. The axe goes flying out of his hand. He didn't even yeah. hold on. Couldn't even yeah, hold on to the fucking axe. stupid. Like, all right, if you're gonna make this moment like he's gonna about to do something cool, and then you just have him get eaten, it's stupid. It's like what they do in Godzilla, where like the guy ejects and then it gets eaten by uh, by Rodan. Yes, it's like. All right, that's a funny joke. You don't want to do that with, like, your main guy that's fucking the big badass. It was so funny. And then even the final climactic scene where uh, Christian Bale does get the arrow in the dragon's head and explodes. And I was like, all right, it wasn't that, like, they needed more of a buildup. I don't know. It just. Yeah, it it was, was, like, over and done with. It was done. What happens is, okay, it spends the whole movie building this whole thing as a big badass dragon and this and that and Whatever, and then they just kind of kill it in a very conventional way that yeah. didn't really seem like it was that much of a big deal. And that's what this movie is. It doesn't know how to make this movie interesting yeah. beyond the conventional. Like, it's the plot is like very ridiculously weird and lame. Like, how they do it is lame. So there's a lot of lame aspects to this movie. Now, lame. What's great about the movie is you got fucking A plus actors. Yeah. In it, you got a plus special effects in it. Like the dragon looks great. So all those characters, all those pieces are really like cool. Um, the set design's fine, and you know the post apocalyptic feel is fine. It and it's it it feels like a real movie. It feels like just a movie that's missing like fifteen minutes of like uh, more good stuff to like to take it from being just like mediocrely bad to like being at mediocrely good. I would have loved to see like a whole bunch of helicopters take on a whole bunch of dragons, but then it just kind of devolves. I and- just don't understand how they exist. Like uh, if you have Christian Bale, who's like hiding out in the bottom of a a castle yeah. with like hardly any technology at yeah. all. And they're like farming. Yeah. And all of a sudden these motherfuckers roll up with tanks that are guzzling gas. Yeah. Where's the gas coming from? Yeah. Where's the fucking anything coming from? <laughs> I just don't get it. It kind of devolves into like a B movie kind of feel. It's a like little just bit. go with it. We nobody. We don't really care. You guys shouldn't care. The thing like, is, like you said, you have future Oscar winners. You got Bale McConaughey slaying dragons, and this is the best you could do with that. The dragons look great, but the movie is just—it's all right. It's just—it's. It, it's, I just it's don't cliched, understand. It's like tropey. That. The budget was healthy. Sixty million in two thousand two—that's a lot of money. You could do a lot with sixty million. If they put it all into the dragon, fine. Um, they have a helicopter for no apparent reason. I think they should have wrote, written out the helicopter. They should have written out the tanks. Yeah, because you didn't need any of those things for this movie. They didn't even use the tank once. No, they didn't shoot at the tank at anything. He could have rolled up in a car with an arrow thing on the top of it. Uh, you know. 
and maybe the car runs on fucking like fruit or something. I don't know. They wanted like a Mad Max kind of thing. Yeah, it should have been more like that. And that would have helped a little bit, I think. And um, like all this tech and all this helicopter and I don't know where the fuck did they come from? They came from the U.S. He told them some bullshit story about the U.S. They were from America and they made it all the way over to England somehow. It's just a hop, skip, and a jump over. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't exciting. There are parts that are exciting, uh, few and far between. I remember coming out of this movie and going, God damn, this movie, like... It had potential. It Like, it had a cool dragon. Yeah. And that was about it. It had a cool <laughs> dragon, and it kind of set up a neat world. Like, I would have loved to see more of the world. I like the scientific stuff, how they're trying to explain dragons. But uh, ultimately, it's just like, like how did eh. this happen? Like one dragon gets out. Where the, okay, the male gets out. Where the fuck are the females come from? Uh, that's a good point. It, like they never explain anything. It's just like, one dragon got out, and it's was possible too much that for there everybody. were more eggs in the hole like, that the first dragon came yeah, out from. Possibly. Maybe like maybe a shitload of them came out of there. I don't know. Also, they didn't show that. Remember, he pulls an egg out of the one dragon that he downs, but then they don't do anything with. Like, what happened to that egg? He just pulls it out, and then you never want to see what it looked like, like. Oh, it's an egg, and then you just never nothing never seen again. I don't know. Yeah, there's there's got to be more to this story because I feel like that they had a lot of shit that was like. All right, they had like money. They had seventy million. Yeah, I think that's what Jurassic Park was made for. If was I'm it correct? I don't know. Something in that area. Jurassic Park was made for sixty-three million dollars. Oh shit! Wow. So I was right. Okay. Just three million more. Uh, and, yeah, and, so it had and a healthy budget. Nine years earlier, it did not feel like a. Uh, a sprawling Steven Spielberg uh, movie. Yeah, it's, it was very small. It was. It became one dragon at a time when it should have been a little more epic. But they. It was it became very just a small story about these three people with spears. I feel like something got fucked up. I, I don't know. Like I couldn't find a lot of background stuff on this. Uh, wh- why Bowman it was made to like not deliver. Clearly, Bowman with this and Electra, and then went back to TV. Like it, it wasn't. It sucks out. because I actually was like, I like the way he directed some of this. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. All right, well, let's- like he's he got potential, but I don't know. Maybe he's just maybe he's just uh, uneven. There was promise, there was potential, but ultimately, I don't know if anybody went out to see this movie. I'm surprised you saw it in the theater, but if- I did because I was always when CG was coming out. Yeah. After I saw Jurassic Park, and I was like, "Oh fuck, they can make dinosaurs look yeah, real." Yeah. Would you? All I wanted to see after that was Godzilla. I mean, I think. Do you? Would you recommend this to someone who loves like dragon movies and watch anything with a dragon? I guess I would kind of recommend it, but yeah, I think it's required watching for dragon people. For, for dragon people, definitely. If you are a dragon person, it is a noteworthy dragon. Yeah, it's up there with Smog. It's up there with. Uh, I can't even say what his name. I always say Viseramax. Dragon Slayer, it's, oh. it's, it's, it's Dragon Heart was ninety six, yeah, which is so another this is one. way better, yeah. But yeah, the CG was good. It's just too bad the story and uh, could have been a little bit better. Let's rugs give it a rating. What would you rate this movie out of ten? Like a five point five. Yeah, I was thinking like a five and a half or six. Uh, it's uh, it's good. Like for the dragon, the dra- Yes, it, it, you know he's not even in it that much, but it's definitely cool. When he is um, in it, the dragon shit is very cool. Um, the performances are good. This woman was very, very pretty, but I've I never seen her in anything ever again. Isabella Scarupo. Yeah. Uh, she, she has an accent. Yes. She is, was in Goldeneye, I guess. 
Uh, she's Polish. So she has a Polish accent. Uh, yeah, Vertical Limit. I don't know. She did GoldenEye. Uh, not. She's in some Polish movie, I think, or Polish TV show. Right. She just so she was she just came in here and like did a little uh little bit, and then that was it. She went back. To She's Poland the pilot. Said, Fuck you guys. She piloted the helicopter and uh, ran around and was bait. Yeah, and stuff. So yeah, so she hurt her leg. David Zika. Uh, I, I, I guess Zika likes this movie. Thanks for the pick. I think that he, in his mind, saw a movie that no one else saw <laughs> that that everybody should, he thinks that everybody should probably see. Well, that's why I appreciate this pick because I hadn't, I didn't know anything about this movie walking in. I was like, oh shit, Christian Bale, Matthew McConaughey. Look at him. He looks no, fucking I just, badass. I remember I saw this movie and I was like, it's got a cool dragon in it, and that's about it. Yeah, and that was it. I'm like, you know, they and you know, Matthew McConaughey was jacked. He was fucking jacked, dude. This is yeah. uh and like pre pre Batman Bale. Bale was also jacked. McConaughey was more jacked, and he was he's fun to watch. Dragon's fun to watch. That's really about it. Uh, and then the movie's over I before mean, it's you more know. It's fun to watch it now, yeah, than when I watched it because no none of those people were household names right. except for Matthew McConaughey. But Matthew McConaughey at that time was coming out of like the rom coms. Remember, he yeah. started doing like the teen comedies rom-coms trying to change his path and then he does this he reminded me of woody harrelson from uh that last apes movie uh i got that feel a lot planet of the apes with you know where woody right. harrelson was the general uh he reminded me of that uh but uh, i liked yeah. him in this movie i think i'm like i saw this and like oh he's a fucking badass he'd yeah. be really fucking intimidating if he wants to be. absolutely and um so that's maybe worth checking out it you know it's an introduction to the, you know, one of the early Christian Bale movies and him, you know, kind of like asserting himself as an action dude. Um, you know, he gets to ride a horse, like, you know, very Batman-y, you know, Dark Knight. Returns. Yeah, he does early Batman stuff. <laughs> Let's splice that into a Batman movie. Um, uh, it, so, I mean, it's, look, it's, um, there is a huge problem with this movie. I feel like there's like, Chunks of it missing, missing, yeah, just bad yeah. writing yeah. all around. Like not, it doesn't make explained. sense even in its own terms on its own no, rules. Doesn't follow but, its own rules. So it is kind of a tough movie to review because there's things that I, I definitely am happy that I got to see Matthew McConaughey do this performance, and I got I'm happy I got to see the dragon. And it's very dark and gloomy, and like and like it's shot dark. Uh, and then you, the bursts of fire from the dragon are fun. So, Zika, thanks for the pick. I appreciate watching a movie I had not seen. Listener, sign up for the Patreon. Ten bucks a dollar, ten bucks a month or more. You can force us to watch any movie, and I will make sure Anthony watches it this time. We did the next one. He got out of this on that motherfucker. Uh, but he'll be back as we get to news from the nation right now. It's time for news from the nation. It's time for news from the nation. All right, time for news from the nation. And Anthony's back. Anthony, what'd you think of our review? Oh, man, it was... uh... (laughs) It's riveting. I right. I wish I could have participated. 
I sat there and didn't talk for the entire time. That was great. Best review ever. Yeah, he was on his phone. <laughs> yeah. I he was I, taking his shit on his and looking at his phone. I think I That's fired nice. off about uh, 20 messages to random women to see if they were available or there not. There you go. So play the numbers. I I, yeah, I played the numbers. I think I made the most of my time while you uh, reviewed... Uh, Rain of fire, uh, the rain of fire, still burning. Rain, it is rain not of fire. a Johnny and Cash burns, documentary. Burns, burns, it's not. It's not about Johnny Cash. It's called. That's Joaquin. It's a great Phoenix. song. It is a great song. No. Uh, let's talk about the uh, stuff posted to our Facebook group, News from the Nation. Jess Rivera uh, shared a post of the new Birds of Prey poster with. A hilarious caption saying geek boner or floppy jock. Geek boner. <laughs> First of all, we're totally stealing that. Floppy jock is the opposite of geek boner. <laughs> well done. I need someone to say it so I can make it a clip. Floppy jock. There we go. Now I have the no, clip. Let me say it like, let me say disappointment. Okay. Floppy jock. <laughs> okay. That's good. A little more wilted, Rug. Sound more wilted. Floppy jock. Okay, that's actually, that's a keeper. So now we'll have geek boner. Geek boner. And if it's not geek boner, it'll be floppy jock. I fucking love that. Yeah. It's hilarious. Poppycock and floppy jock. I'll have to make t-shirts now with geek boner on one side, floppy jock. How bad is this poster? I kind of love this poster. It sucks. It's different. It's weird. It's it colorful. Like a, it looks like, like a second grader did it. It is. It's really bad. It is, it is a really bad Photoshop. It is, but I think it's, it's kind of meant to be. It's almost as bad as some of the Marvel Photoshop. I think, but it's meant to be kind of a collage. You have yeah. Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn being the main focus, and then all the other characters with birds flying around they're, her head like a cartoon. They're really, really leaning into her being Deadpool, basically. But yeah, she's, yeah, and she's the center of bad. this. But you see, like, Black Mask and all the other characters. I think it's Which fun. one is it's, Black Mask? The guy in uh, the white? The guy in the white suit. Yeah, he doesn't have a mask on. That's Ewan McGregor without a mask. It says Mind Over Mayhem on her neck. I just, I appreciate the color. Like, again, like Shazam. Like, this is a DC movie that fucking pops a color everywhere. I love the color palette. I don't know. I kind of liked it. It was different. It wasn't. It's not nearly as bad as the Spider-Man posters. I fucking disagree. No, the, Those it's are better horrible. than the Marvel posters. For yes. Sure. I feel like it's really bad. I don't know. I mean, I think it gives you. I can't unsee. It gives you a good tone of what the movie is going to be. It's going to be it like burns, this. Burns, burns, burns. <laughs> What's that? Preparation H. Do you need some preparation? <laughs> Do you know the Cash family? Uh, Preparation H actually approached them to use Ring of Fire for Preparation H commercials. And smartly, <laughs> the Cash family is like, no, go fuck yourself. That would have ruined the song forever. <laughs> My sphincter is a ring of I fire. So, can you imagine? I'm so glad they they were smart. They said no, because that would have been horrible. I mean, I would have tainted the song. It would have ruined that's the song. What it feels like. Yes. That's what it feels like. Put the ring of fire on your teeth. Burns, burns, burns. I like Birds of Prey in the, the rain fa- of fire. The Isn't rain that what you guys talked fire. about for the last 40 minutes? Yes, there was a Johnny Cash documentary. <laughs> we just talked about that one song <laughs> about dragons in Folsom Prison. Now, uh, look, I, I, uh, this poster's fun. Whatever. February 7th uh, next year, we'll get to see Birds of Prey and the Emancipation of Proclamation, whatever, whatever the fucking rest of it's called. Uh, Keith and Denkinker writing in i like that name keithan it's like a first name two first names in one and keith and ethan it's ethan and keith and he had a k keith yeah it's like if you were named jim ron and jim ron <laughs> yeah two first names in one if, if, together. if you had to if my name was for <laughs> if you had to make my name for a girl what would it be what oh like if i like the you name like if i came out a girl they still wanted imran what's the girl imra Im, what's the girl imra, version? Yeah. Imrani? imra imra 
Imra. What about Imra? Imra with an H. Oh, with an Imra. H. Okay. All you got to do is take that little line on the end and make it a little bit bigger. Maybe, I see. Jimron. Rod Jimron, if, if you were... If you were Keithan's like brother, you'd be Jim Ron. Jim Ron Denkinger. I love, I even love Denkinger. It's just very solid, got hard K sounds. Yes. Keithan Denkinger. It's like you'd be the Denkinger or the porch queener. <laughs> He's the king of the dead. I don't know. He <laughs> said, he wrote on our Facebook page, has anyone here seen Undone on Amazon Prime video? It was actually really Someone good. like getting a glass of water? The, That's me. He's refilling his bourbon. <laughs> He's got to get a drink. He's parched. Bourbon, the yeah. felt okay. he is parched. Uh, the, it was actually really good. The art style was terrific choice for the show, and I highly recommend it to those I'm gonna watch that it, have actually. Prime Video. There's only one season out so far with eight episodes at 23 minutes. Please take four hours of your time to watch it. Thank you for the recommend. I'm going to totally watch I watched the whole thing already. Is it good? It's pretty cool. It's trippy. It's rotoscope animation. Anthony. Is it good, though? It is good. It's 22 minutes. Okay. They, it moves fast. Anthony, you familiar with rotoscope animation? Nope. You may have seen it in such films like Waking Life. Uh, Rugs, what was the other big uh, example of rotoscope? The He-Man action scenes on the TV show are rotoscoped. Oh, man. Ralph Bakshi did that shit Ralph Bakshi. It's basically you. American Pop had it. Uh, there was there that was a one. Classic a Scanner Darkly. Scanner Darkly. They, they did, Waking yeah, Life. There was a fantasy movie also in the a, 70s. Yeah. Rotoscope, all it is, is um, uh, Fire and Ice did that. Fire and Ice, um, that's it, yes. That's the other one. But, oh, I yeah, know what you're talking about now. That's when you just you shoot like live action, and then you go back, and then you trace it. You're just literally drawing over yeah, it. So I'm seeing yeah. it now. It has, it's, it. It's, a beautiful, uh, it's a beautiful form of animation, and it's kind of like puts you in a trance. So the show is about this main character uh, who, in the first episode, she's driving, she's upset, and... Uh, you learn that her father had passed away uh, before mysteriously. She doesn't know how. And her father materializes on the side of the road as she's driving and she gets in a car accident. When she comes to in the hospital, her father's sitting there and it, the whole conversation is, is, is it mental illness or do you have special abilities? This girl learns how to travel through time, manipulate time, uh, see into the future. All right. Stop talking about it. But it's trippy. It's great trippy shit that happens. I would recommend. And it's you're a spoiler. It's a it. no, no. That's nothing. That's you're gonna. You still. There's tons of twists, and uh, it's a great quick watch. Uh, Rugs, if you watch it, let me know. We will do like a Patreon. Yeah, review. I'm gonna try and watch it now because I have nothing to watch. I want to review that and Dark Crystal with you. I think those are Ooh, two we, great did we ones. Talk about this yeah, but no, like briefly, but like I want to do it on like for Patreon, like Dark Crystal. Oh, okay, let's do undone it. on Amazon Prime. Anthony, you should watch it. You have Amazon Prime, right? I do. Oh shit! I thought he had. No, I, I had muted myself because I was watching a video. I do. I do. Have would it. you? Does it sound like something you would watch? It undone. Yeah. Uh, let me look at it. What is it about? <laughs> I oh just my God. told you. A woman discovers oh, this, she has this, a uh, robust rotoscope shit. Yes. It's the the, the no. The log, I probably wouldn't watch it. The log line is: A woman discovers she has a new relationship with time after surviving a car accident that almost killed her. Oh. It's got Bob Odenkirk in it. If, I would watch it if enough people told me I have to watch it. Um, how about that? Peer pressure. Okay. Keith and Denkinger. Not, don't th group think. Let's go. Facebook Nation, you know what to do. Tell me I have to watch yeah. it. Well, even if you pay now, now we've proven that even if you give us money, I sometimes won't watch what you're telling me to <laughs> yes, watch. Yes, don't did watch you the goddamn it. movie, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm going to make you watch Rain of Fire anyways and not tell us the what you Rain thought. Rain of Fire. <laughs> See, this is why incels 
watch more movies. <laughs> they got nothing better because to they, do. They, 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 they can't get laid. Yes. So like, what should I do? Anthony's preoccupied with actually getting laid. So everything else is a second. Hard, it's hard. Tier. It's hard to. <laughs> it's hard to lock him down to watch anything. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Yeah. Uh, but I get it. This is what you guys want, though. You want the jock and the nerd, right? Yeah. This is yeah. what, what this is what it's this all is what about. You're paying for. Sometimes yeah. this is or what happens. You can't get mad at the system. Jo- this is Listen, how it works. Jock's kids. gonna jock. What are you gonna do about yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Jock's gotta jock. Let me tell you about Tony. All right. Tony ruins lives. Okay. I got, <laughs> yeah. I got more uh, multiple felty league updates. Let's get to that. Here's the National Felty League update. Jason Dutch, voice from the underground. With uh, another baseball update. It's not over. The season's not over. Hello, gentlemen. How are you? Oh, oh pretty good. Hope you're good. How are you? Look at you, rug boy. You are looking extra freaking felty today. That is <laughs> yeah. very nice. I blow dry. A little bit of extra matte finish. Not such a glow in your eye. Well, that's vomit. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I bet you've been wondering about Nerd League Baseball. I have not. You have. Absolutely uh, not. Guess what? It's almost over. You'll be happy to know. Oh, thank God. Oh, thank Down you. to the final four. Ooh. Right? So playing for the wonderful prize pack, uh, we have our final four of Brian Goff, Jess Rivera, Jose Ibarra, and Felix Fiddlesticks. Winning! Her bottom. So right now, uh, mm-hmm. the number one seed, Brian Goff, who finished the season 19 and three is Ooh. facing off against Jess Rivera's 11, 10 and one team. Uh, the winner of that matchup will face the winner of Jose Ibarra, who finished 16 and six against Winterbottom at 13 and nine. Um, Ooh. we'll give you an update next week as far as to who is in the championship. And then the week after that, we'll really annoy you and tell you who won it. Oh, so smell my finger. See you later. <laughs> wow. I love baseball. It never ends. <laughs> Just goes on and on for 400 games. <laughs> or at least down to the final four. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus. Could you have any more games, baseball? How about you play three a day? Try that. Squeeze it in. Yeah. How do you have time to do anything? <laughs> in sports? Uh, well, I forgot. Especially baseball. I, I forgot there's a prize pack. Uh, somebody's getting a jock and a t-shirt. Baseball's a tough sport. Yeah, oh, man. Yeah. It's a lot of numbers and stats and shit. Fuck. What do you think you need to spend more time on? Being an incel dude who watches <laughs> lots of movies yes. or baseball? Or baseball. Like, it just takes up your whole. Yeah, I mean. Takes up your whole. Like, can time. you get laid and be a baseball fan? Or do you, like. <laughs> Cause like imagine like you were really into baseball, Anthony. Like you would not. You have to be watching the game right now. I am really into baseball. I'm not as into it to watch every goddamn game. But like right now, I'm checking the score of the Cubs game as we're talking about this. Oh, okay. Um, so you're not watching the games. No, I don't watch every. It's you're not it's, fully committed. I mean, it's a hundred and fucking sixty-two it's games. Too many it's games. Really, and there, there's uh, motherfuckers who watch that. Yeah. Shit. There are guys yeah. that watch every game, and yeah. I just don't know how you do it. Yeah. I mean, I gotta be honest, like when the Cubs won that championship a few years ago, that was kind of exciting. It was a lot of fun, uh, to hear you talk about it and what it meant to you. How are they doing this year? Anything? They're in, so it's, man, this is, I mean, this is already gonna be old conversation by the time oh, the show sure, gets. Of course. Um, they're, they're in the race. They're trying to make the playoffs right oh, now. All right. All right. Good for the Cubbies. Whatever. You won one. Wait another hundred years. We'll get another one. <laughs> I'm uh, good. I'm good. Yeah. We're good. You got one. Uh, yeah. football. Week two, uh, which means we got, uh, Chaz Hebert from Jock Talk, very, our very yeah. own Chaz Hebert. Yeah. Like, yeah. 
their bottom is is very weak. Giving us a week two update. What's up, guys? It's Chaz Hibbard, the better looking half of Jock Talk here. Oh, snap. Your second National Felty League update. How could you say that? In our first game, Ray O'Neill's Sinister 9 team defeated Ray Swanson's Titan Snaps. Little battle of the Rays there. Jess Rivero's Chicago Web Slingers got another win as they beat Jose Gonzalez's Breezy Does It team. Chris Williams, Stark Raving Hazelnuts, were defeated by Remberto Rivera's Felty Falcons. Defending champ Matthew Lawrence gets another win as his Game of Thrones teams beats spinoff show guest Blake Braden's Thanos Rising team. Anus Rising? Bill Mathis's Midtown High Tigers defeated Byron Goff's Mouse Rat team. And my OJ's Parole Board team defeated Daniel Nosker's Raccoon City Rockets team. That's all for this week's National Felty League update. Well, oh, thanks, Chance. My response to this is that how dare you challenge Anthony for <laughs> the most... Uh, yeah, how dare you challenge my looks? Better looking half. Yeah, wow. I think... Ab off. We need an ab, ab off, on. definitely. Yeah. We're ab gonna off. need an ab off picture. Yeah. Picture. I'll yeah. see you next week on the the Facebook Jock and Nerd Nation with a uh, abs post. Chaz, have you seen Anthony Topless? I mean, come on, just look on his Instagram. Yeah. Imran has. I have. I've taken pictures of him. Got great you've, nipples. You've taken pictures of him. It yeah, was not, for work. They're not allegedly nipples, no. no. And they don't stick out. They don't <laughs> stick out like jelly beans or anything. <laughs> they just normal. Just normal looking I nips. I don't. I just got great nips. <laughs> at nipples i remember the abs who gives a fuck I about nipples? jesus great <laughs> that's eyebrows. the first thing i they don't stick out like mike and ike or anything <laughs> they're good they're, they don't go in they're not innies they're, they're perfect not innies. Yeah, they're perfect I, guess and I don't and i don't have an out anyone with an audi belly button kind of creeps me out well the doctor just didn't i know cut it's enough not off. their fault i know it's, it's not their fault, fault but it, it kind of creeps me out can you get that fixed like when you're an adult like can i don't know that anything belly button actually kind of creeps me out like imagine getting circumcised when you're an adult that's got to be just a fucking traumatizing yeah, the, what we, why do we too. circumcise? I don't know. Religion. <laughs> it's cleaner, some people say, but it's mostly it? religious beliefs. It's yeah. always religion. Huh. That's what I, that's what I, that's why, yes. That's I've what had, I have. I've had girlfriends that talk about like hooking up with guys yeah. and they deal with a guy that's not circumcised. It's always a weird experience. He's uncut! Shame yeah. him! I don't know. I know Imran's <laughs> uncircumcised too. I'm sorry to bring this what? up. What? Oh shit! <laughs> oh yeah! If you know anything about the Muslim and Jewish faith, you would know that it's not oh, correct. Okay. Well, you're not really Muslim. You're kind of white. Well, I mean, I'm on the inside. You're Kurd. Tiny bit. I'm a Kurd. Yeah. I'm not Kurdish. You're Kurdish Muslim. I'm Druish. I'm not Jewish. A uh, couple of announcements, then we'll peace out. There's another brand new Comic Con coming to the Chicagoland area very soon. It's called the Ace Comic Con. What's the concept? First year. Uh, the concept is another Comic Con, basically. Is it the one with all the the big time? This celebs? one's got huge guests. Oh, yeah, Chris Check Hemsworth out the line. There, yeah. October 11th to 13th in lovely Rosemont, Illinois. The line they got everybody: Brie Larson, Chris Hemsworth, Tom Holland, Jake Gyllenhaal, Tessa Thompson, Kit Harrington, Gwendolyn Christie, Norman Reedus, Taryn Edgerton, uh, and more. There's your big names. They're all gonna be there. And listener, we got credentialed for Dragon Nerd. Uh, a third uh, convention this year. Anthony, are you free October 11th through 13th? So I told you off here that I wasn't. Oh, boo. But I might be able to do the 11th because I think I'm off work that day. So right. I, might, I might go during the day. Maybe. That's, maybe. Uh, I think that's the Thursday. It's like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. No, the Friday. Oh, that's Friday. Okay. Yeah. I'll definitely be oh. going on. You should go on the Friday. I'm going to go on the Saturday. If Anthony can't go. You should like make it available to one of our Chicago fans. 
We could have a substitute correspondent. Well, they would need my ID. That's the problem. Oh, really? Yeah. Also, oh, a, uh, Chris Bocciolo, Larry Hama, Andy Park. Yeah, that Saturday I'm going to go back to uh, the old college stomping grounds for a visit. Oh, where is that? Down south? University of Illinois, yeah. During Urbana Champagne. Oh, I haven't been get, there in a long time. We're going to see a football game, tailgate. Going to get probably. Going to get lit. Huh? Yeah. All gonna that get shit. Turned, gonna get turned. Going to get whatever the kids do. For Man, real cheap. I, when's the last time you went back to your school? Four or five years ago, maybe. There is a point where, like, I just, I wouldn't be able to handle a college environment anymore. I would just be like, Yeah, but I, you didn't go to a real college. No, uh, just, but just being around <laughs> people in college. Like I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. I, this is why I left. Why would you go back? I guess there are well, there's things called homecoming back. and stuff. You know, yeah, if you went to a real Spider-Man college, movie? you would know. Oh, I know. We had that in high school, and I didn't mm. go to that either. Yeah. Did you have a football team? Uh, in in no. in high school, yes. No, in college. No. You didn't have, yeah, you didn't have football. Yeah, soccer. We had a sports team. Basketball. We had you know, sports. Yeah. We had sports there. I don't remember. Just not football. That's the only thing we have. Mm. Or baseball. Those two. We were in the middle of Brooklyn. Where are we playing fucking football? <laughs> also, the, the the college I went to had maybe three fraternities. One of them had a house. I don't know what the other no, two did. Like, there was more than three. Oh, there was there more was than three. Five. Oh, well. Yeah, you had you had like three white ones, and then the rest were like all like uh Mixed. the other like yeah, there was like the Spanish one, there was the 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 black one, there was all I had no ones. idea we had sports and frats, man. That was just yeah. not they had, uh, like, everything was segregated they, to it. What school was it? Pratt, know. right? Pratt Institute in mm. Brooklyn. Brooklyn. So, look, listener, Brooklyn. if you are Brooklyn. in the Brooklyn. Chicagoland area, check out Ace Comic Con. We'll give you a quick summary afterwards. Maybe you'll but see him run walking around. Just follow my loud-ass voice. Yeah. I know I'm going to run into Juan Gomez and some other dudes. I always run in, like, up there on all yeah. of them. So, it's fun to go. Maybe you'll run into Jake the Snake again. That was great. Maybe I'll actually use it for something good and get some audio. I yeah. still have yet to figure out how to properly use these press credentials to do something. Don't, we don't really do anything. Just gotta walk around and say it's the yeah, like shit. Walk around, talk to the same fucking people. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, I'm still doing it. It's free tickets to a fucking comic con. Free. free is always cool. Free is always good. Uh, and then last thing, I have a mission for the listeners. If you have an iOS device, an Apple phone, we need more Apple podcast ratings. Oh yeah, we're currently Please. at eighty three. I want us to get to two hundred. Whoa, uh, Jesus Christ! Can you set the goals to be realistic? Uh, well, eventually. Let me explain. <laughs> Look, just over time, I would like to get to okay, two hundred. Fine. Here's why. Like I just mentioned, we're applying to to Comic Cons and we're getting credentialed, and they're looking at things. But turns out the Apple rating is one of the metrics some places look when you're applying for press things. And here's how I found all this out. It's all thanks to the spinoff show episode featuring. Sean Chandler, Anthony, mm-hmm. do you remember his story about Rotten Tomatoes? Let's see if you were paying attention to your own show. Uh, he got on there. I don't know. Sure. But, okay. The red. <laughs> the whole story is no. I uh, almost had it. You almost passed. He applied and then he got on and and nobody told him. He didn't know. He was just there. They never oh, said yeah, him. Yeah. Remember? And it well, was he like got a, catfished. He got catfished or something. Somebody else was on there. So I was lit that when that show came out, I was listening to it and I was like, huh, he applied to Rotten Tomatoes. What if, uh, we should apply, but why not? I said, fuck it. I was like, I'm going to apply. Fuck it. Why not? I found the fucking thing. Like as I was listening to the show, I applied, I filled it out. Well, this week I got a response that we were denied, but they, nice. they said, you're used to that. Oh, I'm used to the nose. No problem. That's, that's like my whole life. 
But they said for podcasts, they like to have the podcast to have 200 ratings and Apple Podcasts mm. to prove engagement, which is where I came up with the number. So we got 200 people listening in Apple Podcasts on their phone. It's You don't even have – if you like us, go to the app. Just light up the five stars. If you really like us, you can leave a review. But you don't even have to do that. We just need the ratings. We just yeah. need the number of ratings to go up. Very simple. Let's do it. Yeah, let's Come do on, it. Come on, do it. And uh, Imran, you're going to post this on The Nation too. Yes, to get us the 200. You should actually put it at the beginning of the show. But like everybody does the rate us and review us on, on Apple Podcasts over and over again. I kind of well, we actually are doing it for a good reason. But there, now there's a goal. So I will post it on the nation and let everyone know what's going on. Uh, I think we could get to 200. And then you know what? I will reapply and let's see what happens. I, I would do it right now, but I'm still in a haze. I don't you really know what's going on. You didn't on. even watch the movie. You didn't watch the you're movie. Not rating anything. I'm kind of hungover. It's it's kind of strange right now. This feeling. Well, Anthony, get some uh, get some food in you. Get some uh, get some rest. I had a whole. I had a subway sandwich. I think that's what knocked me out. <laughs> made you, the bread is gonna the, make you sleepy. The foot long what did you out. get, Anthony? I went with a spicy Italian with jardinera on it. It was delicious. Oh, Somebody touch my spaghetti. Now that's a spicy Italian. Uh, yeah, it knocked me right out. <laughs> they still yeah, got yoga mats in their bread. I had an hour and twenty minutes before the show, and I was like, "I'm this is a perfect opportunity to just take a nap." I haven't had Subway in ages. Their bread just isn't as spongy as it used to be when the yoga mats were in there. I'd say put them back in. What yoga mat? <laughs> they were using this substance, yoga mats, to make their bread fluffy and more elastic. <laughs> it's not as good with the other. It's yoga not. Mats. They took it out. The bread's just not the same. What can I, I mean, say? Subway is not the first choice. Ugh, it's for the any worst. sort of like. No. What do you call it? Like hero sandwich? Is that what it's called? Like yeah, hero? Yeah. Jersey Mike's is not bad. Jersey, Jersey Mike's, Mike's is pretty good. Bad. Pot belly is usually where I might go to Pot if I'm going to like chain is, sandwich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pot belly. Or, yeah, or you know, there's a, you get a nice deli. They make you a real. Now, uh, yeah, you hoagie. get a nice deli. Yeah, no, hoagie. You go to a real yeah. Deli, well, they're called different yeah. things around hoagie, the country. I, I've heard it called a hero. Hero and hoagie yeah. and sub hoagie, sandwich. Yeah. It's all the same sub, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, all, it's just regional. But is that sub? Is it sub because of Subway or is it? It was Subway S- derivative off of the sub. No, submarine. Was it submarine? Submarine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it looks like a submarine. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Uh, anyways. There used to be a chain called Submarine, right? Yes. Yeah. Was there? With like orange In logo? Chicago, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Or Mr. Submarine. Mr. That's Submarine, Mr. yeah. Mr. Submarine, yes. Yeah, Blimpy. Blimpy. Grinders. They also call grinders in parts of the country. Just like soda and pop is different where, where, where you go. I, I do I do enjoy a sandwich, a sub sandwich, oh, a hoagie, nice. a hero, whatever Dude, you nice, really call it. When it's toasted and the cheese is melted, yeah, it's crunchy. Yeah. You get it from a nice deli too. That's yes. good, good stuff. You get some good bread. I and feel like good rugs meats. is a big sandwich connoisseur. Oh, how we pay it? The best sandwiches in the entire universe yeah. are at this place called Pani Antico. Oh yeah, you talked about this one time. Get that, yeah. get that sandwich. Rugs, you got to ship us some of those sandwiches. Will they survive? I can't really do it. Damn it. But like, uh, <laughs> you'd have to be out. Day, that's got to be a stop. I mean, there's probably better places like Leone's in Brooklyn. There's a uh, famous John's. There's a lot of different places in the, uh, that they have, but like that's my favorite. Yeah, I feel like New York would have the best. Oh, they got lots subs. of crazy sub sandwich uh, yeah. stores. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's all gourmet shit, you know, because they got all these hipsters over there in Brooklyn. It's like fifteen dollars a and sandwich. They got, like you got like uh, like asshole Italian people. <laughs> Who like are so picky? If you fuck up, like they just yell at you, <laughs> like you're an asshole. I told you not so, to put the arugula on there. Yeah, like what the fuck is this? You call it a sandwich? <laughs> How dare you do this to us? Yeah, 
You call this shit a sandwich? <laughs> Meanwhile, Bilotti's. What the fuck <laughs> is wrong with you? Bilotti's there getting sandwiches, and he's all. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, that's really good. He loves the sandwiches there. Yeah. Uh, dragon. He's vegetarian, so he doesn't even, he doesn't really partake in the. It's not the dragon. The, dragon not, lady I'm sure lounge. he eats sandwiches, but I don't think he's like really is. As hardcore as, as I am. About uh, his delicatessen meats. Yeah. You could put tofu in those sandwiches. It'll still be good. I'm sure. They got that fake meat coming into stores. What, what is your, okay, well, before we go, I mean, we've really gone off the rails, but yes. what is your favorite <laughs> meat in the sandwich, in a sub sandwich? Mm. If you had to choose just one meat. No, I go, listen, they have this marinated grilled chicken. Oh. Oh. On top of arugula. Yeah. And then they have like, uh, like this provolone cheese. Yeah. And then they put this thing called caponata on oh, it. Oh, yeah. It's like this eggplant marmal, like eggplant thing. Oh, sounds yummy. And that's on top of it. It has like a tangy taste. Hmm. All together. And sometimes they put blue cheese on it as well. You could either have provolone or blue cheese on it. And it's fucking legit. And if you want to be a dick and like ask for extra shit, you could put sun dried tomatoes on it <laughs> or whatever. But the bread's fucking perfect. Hmm. That's some gourmet great, shit yeah. right there. I never that's yeah, chicken. Right. Hmm. I'm I'm partial to like a salami or a pepperoni. I do like the Italian meats. No, I like I like if you're gonna go get that, you gotta go Leone's. They have they have the the good shit. I like the I get like nice Italian sub salami, pepperoni, provolone cheese, a little oil, vinegar, a little mustard. Yeah. I like I like that. Or ro- roast beef. You get some good roast beef in a sandwich. Yeah. I I used to like the bi- the Blimpy Club back in the day when Blimpy before Subway because before Subway, like I think the. They weren't doing like this mass marketing shit, right. so they, it was more like a real deli. Yeah, yeah. And as soon as Subway came along and did this mass marketing shit with this, like you know, all of this prepackaged bullshit and this bread that has yoga mat in it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I used to get—I remember I used to work at a comic book store, and there was a Blimpy like down the block, and I would go and get the Blimpy best with bacon in it, and they put like onions and uh, mayonnaise and whatever their little. You know, they, they have like the oil and vinegar, yep. with the oregano yep. shit. Yep. Spices. And that was the best shit mm. ever. Blimpy. It's not the same anymore. Blimpy is so New York. It's such a New York thing. Yeah, I haven't heard of Blimpy. Uh, all right. I'm hungry now. Fuck this. Let's end the show. Rugs, where can the listener find you? I'm going to get a sandwich. At Panny Antico. And I'll probably be <laughs> on my phone Send me one of on Twitter at really Rug Boy, <laughs> at really Rug uh, Boy. waiting for my sandwich. Send me one of them sandwiches. Show notes at jockadeer.com slash 294 for everything we talked about. Links. To how you can find us, how you can support the show, how to join us, get involved, spread the word, listener, tell a friend, turn them on, rate the show. Let's get to 200. Chuck and Nerd. Tell everyone about us. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Chuck and Nerd podcast. My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the Chuck. He's a nerd. We'll peep you next time. Yeah, go on the internet and look that up. Real chicken. Sandwich. Mm. Run boy and Absolutely.